Black. This is that actor guy, Martin Bass Bradford. You can find me on your Googles, your IMDb, everywhere at Martin Bass Bradford, or on your social medias at Mr. Bats. Spell it, Mr. Out, you ain't gonna find me. And yeah, I'm here with my partner. Oh, uh, yeah, that's me, apparently. Ah, uh, hey, folks, this is Lawrence J. Weber Jr., your Black Actopedia. Black Actopedia! That's, that's apparently a thing that consistently happens. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I am Soulboy30. Check me out on Snapchat. That is Lweber584. And check me out on arrogantobserversrants.blogspot.com, where the cat is reading In the Red and Brown Water by Terrell Alvin McCraney. Yeah, that's what you read right now. Did you book that? No, I did not. Mm. Well, I just got cast in that joint. That's why I thought you wrote that. <laughs> Subtle flex. I mean, you know, <laughs> Subtle flex. Subtle flex. I haven't read it yet, Subtle though. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's interesting. Especially them damn stage directions. Interesting in a good way or in a bad way? Well, I just can't get over the damn stage directions. Yeah, that's so weird. They speak their stage directions. Yeah. I'm about the characters do? Dude, dude. I remember in the auditions, like, there's parts where it's like, okay, I went for this character named Shango. Yeah. And um, if Shango might say, Shango looks to the left or Shango, he, he grabs her hair or whatever. And it's like, at first I'm thinking, you know, I'm not going to say this part. So they break, the fourth, they break the fourth wall and they're just like, I'm they, doing, it's kind of lit. Weird. Dude, I kind of lit though. So yeah, weird. with like in practice. Deadpool acting. <laughs> dude, but in practice, yeah, it was cool. Acting. It was cool though, yeah. like because because yeah, yeah. it's because it's part of the comedy yeah. apparently. You you make sense. It but it only makes sense on stage to me because at first when I was reading, I was like, I, oh, what the hell? But no, when I'm doing it with a good, it's like you you doing yeah. your thing, and then you look to the audience and say the shit. Yeah. You get back to your thing, so it's kind of funny. It's it's part of okay. a. Tr- it's a part of Terrell Alvin McCrane's trilogy. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Marcus and the Secret of Sweet, there's in the Red and Brown Water, and the Brother Size. That's that are they all a, that way? Oh yeah, that, they're all, of them? all that way. That's all. lit. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I did. I did a play called Anonymous. Was that was kind of like that? Word. And, you know, in the in the um in the main character, I remember uh, I would have like my that was, I did that in college in uh, over at the New School in New York, and uh, we did a play called Anonymous, and basically you know I started out the play 
where I was basically the ones greeting people and, and like showing them to their seat and stuff. They're like, hey, Jeremiah. And I had to be like, who's Jeremiah? <laughs> like, who's, like literally, <laughs> like, I, I was like, even at that point. Like I committed to it until it was all over. Dude, I had I was similar. and it, it pissed everyone off. Dude, I it was similar everyone. experience. Now I was in one of my last plays in college. Same difference. I uh, with, with this new cat. He came in and directed. And um, I was you knew I was known at school for being an actor. So when he cast me in it, he was like, "Bro, I wanna I wanna lie to everyone and pretend like you're not in this place. So we are gonna start this off. You come in with the audience. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah, sit yeah. With the audience I love that. Shit. Mm-hmm. You hear me? So when people ask you, "Yo, bash you in this play?" Be like, "No, you're not." Nah, man. What's nah, the man, play? Nah, man. I don't know what the then play. at the point, some point in the beginning, he had to set up was like like this theater goddess like opened the play and like yeah. and like they hear somebody he had a fake freaking I'm a uh, uh, person that hands out the program. What you call them? Usher. usher. He had a fake yeah. usher that was really acting. I think Raheem was the usher. I was in the audience. He had his audience. At one point, the go- the, the goddess. Hits us with the beam, and then we come from where we coming from. I had to come out the audience and step over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, knew yeah, it. That yeah. sounds like some Evans. Boy, that shit was crazy. Uh, but that's what you make me think of when mm-hmm. you say like, uh, you're like Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah, who's that? Yeah, 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 man. yeah, man. And for the people that's listening, we're gonna let you know who Jeremiah is in a second. Yes. But oh, we gotta get to our back black actor shout out. Wow, Black actor. History moment. So who we got this week, man? Okay. Shout out to Miss Debbie Morgan. Now, everybody knows who Debbie Morgan is. If you don't know who Debbie... Well, every generation knows Debbie Morgan for something different. All of us, of course, know Debbie Morgan as Tasha's trifling-ass mama on power. Damn, she's mean. Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> so what? From here? I don't think she's from here. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, I thought you were shouting out only. Oh, just uh-huh. black actors in general. Black actors in general. That's beautiful. Yeah. Debbie, Morgan, what, Debbie Morgan. Remember. If you looked at her, you wouldn't. She is the epitome of black don't crack. That woman is tapping seventy years old. She almost seventy. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. But once again, everybody knows her as uh, that trifling ass mom. But well, right now we know it's Tasha Mom. But wait, where else do I know her from? Because she's been around for a minute. But I'm she trying to think played, of something else. She of course played Moselle in Eve's Bayou. Okay. Um, she was also she was also somebody in Charm. But if your grandma and your mama know her, they know her as Angie Baxter. From all my children, where she where she was on there from 1981 to 2011. Black Actopedia. <laughs> yeah, and I got a mama who's watched all my children since she was a kid. This woman has been working since 1970. Mm. You can see her in episodes of Good Times for God's sakes. Toast. She is still working after all of these years. But like Wait. I said, anytime she's on TV, I know my mama going like, "That's Angie." It's like who? I, I watched it for a short period of time. She is notable for being one of the first black super couples on soap operas. Okay. So before that, there wasn't like a real like focused couple that they black focused couple that they focused on. So in the eighties, it was her and Jesse, played by Darnell Williams. Okay, okay. so. Yeah, shout out, shout out to her. Shout she, out to her, and hopefully, you know. She's also Charles S. Dutton's ex, ex-wife. I feel like Dutton got around him. 
<laughs> That's a whole other topic. She got a whole story about that. She got a one woman show talking about that called The Monkey on My Back. Oh, so literally. The Monkey damn. on My Back. Gosh. That's a black actor shout out. <laughs> it gets real. It gets real. Yeah. Yeah, well, Power Change, change your uh, theme song back. Is all I'm going to say about them right now. But. In this thing, man, as we always see. Just a theme song. No, it's not just a theme song. What if you was watching? Okay, theme songs are important. Come on. What if you was watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Right, as soon as I, if if I turn on my TV and I hear, I'm like, yo, what's going on? What if they changed the music? Yeah, they changed it and it was something else. I'd be like, what's going on? Nah, 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 it's not going to work. Come on, dude. If that happened on Golden Girls, if that happened on Cheers, yeah, bro. There's so many classic things. There's so much Six, no, six, mm-hmm. I'm tripping. Uh, Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. just yesterday, and I was like, dude, it made me think. That's what? How far back your ass goes? One hundred six in park. Nigga, they just came. Oh, out. bro, one hundred six in park, bro. But, <laughs> that was that <laughs> show, back. man. Your but, boy Terrence is doing. To, to, speaking of black actors, your boy Peter Terrence is killing it right he now. He getting too, it man. in right now. Yeah, like man. he's made a With whole other career. Game? Yeah, yeah, he really, yeah, he was dope. Yes, indeed. Man. But I know, don't, don't say it's just a theme song. Theme song's important, man. Yeah, you can't it, just do it, that. It, it, what they it, changed it, the Jeffersons of Good Times theme song the last season. Yeah, man. Hey, you little daughter. That's gone. Good yeah, times. the Cosby show. They did it every season, though. That's different. Yeah, they seasonal, seasonally, you can change it. You know what I'm saying? Because that, makes, that makes it part of your gimmick. Weeds used to do that. If you do it every season, then you already change the audience. They'd be like, okay, we're going to get something Okay, every season. Every, every, yeah, well, yeah. Had a, but it can't be inconsistent, though. Come inconsistent. On. You didn't have the same theme song yeah. for five, six years and, and then for the last nah, year nah, you want to switch work. it? No. Nah, 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 it's not going to work. It's a get, come on, it's a get-rich challenge. Yeah. I would have a rebuttal, but I was singing the Living Single <laughs> theme song on the way here. There's what an if accept- they change <laughs> Living Single's theme song? There, there, there's an exception to every rule, too, man. So, you know. I mean, for ev- but for the most part. But, 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 but yeah, yeah I, I get it. I get it. So, uh, yeah, we're in this thing here off of Acting Wild Black. And uh, as usual, man, I, make, I, mean, I created this show to make it a safe space for actors, writers, mm. producers, comedians, people that put out content to talk about the game because I'm often asked how do I get in the game what do I have to do and I'm like well everybody's journey is different so I'd rather you listen to the journeys of others and you take from it whatever might work for you so that was the point of it so this week we have the homie man the cat that I'm very proud of because I've been watching his career build and build I'm like man look at little homie proud of you man what proud of you man Jeremiah Kraft let him know man hey man what's going on it's boy Jeremiah Kraft what's going on people Mm. Acting wild black. Acting wild black, son. Yeah. So, uh, as we usually start this thing off, man, tell the people how you got started. So, industry, so, so it's two different answers. So, it's how I got started acting in general and how I got started in the industry, two different answers. Yeah, I want both. Both of them. Yeah, man. So, I mean, in the, okay, in the very, very beginning, God created the world. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's <what we're> <laughs> In the yes. book of Genesis. Yes, the Genesis uh, of Jeremiah, baby. Yeah, exactly. The Genesis of craft. You know. Of the craft, dude. Yeah, well, you, you know. Beautiful last I have, name. Well, yeah, yeah. It comes from, you know, it comes from my, my, my dear old dad, you know, Mary, may rest in peace, Willie Jerome Kraft, um, who is actually the one who inspired my mother to be a broadcaster. Wow. Um, my, my mom always wanted to be a broadcaster. And, you know, if, you, if people know my mom is Sally and Robert, she... See, uh, she just uh, retired from the news a while ago. New Orleans legend. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, she was too, long story short, she was too scared to, uh, to, to, to go and audition 
um, to be a, to be a broadcaster. And my dad was the one that literally took her hand and no, nah, we going to <laughs> we going to the station right yeah. now to make your, your you know your tape. You know what I mean? And you know the rest was history after that. Literally. And my mom <laughs> sort of did that for me as well. Yeah. So and, and so what happened is. You know, as a kid, I wanted to be everything under the sun, man. I wanted to be a superhero. I wanted yeah. to be a superhero that went to space. Me too. I wanted to be a superhero that went to space that, you know, was also a basketball player. I, don't play basketball I just, I just wanted <laughs> anything that people saw that was important. I wanted to do that. Um, uh, basketball didn't really work out because I'm, I'm pretty skinny and pretty short and I wasn't all that great. Uh, <laughs> well, there's that part. Yeah, there's, there's also that. Yeah, yeah. But my mom, uh, she never wanted me to play sports. Uh, she always said that she thought I would get hurt, and I probably would have. And and so she didn't want me to play sports, and so she sent me to Anthony Bean Community Theater, and that's how I got my start in acting. Uh, Mr. Bean, you know, he's like Master Splinter to me, Mr. Bean. Like, he's like... Or with like like Master Splinter or like Aruka Sensei or somebody. Like, somebody like the, 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 the first person to really, like, push you in. And so uh, I, I got my start with Mr. Bean, and I also moved over and, and did some stuff with like North Theater. When it was called North Theater, it's called Crescent City Lights now. Yeah, I know that. Um, yeah, that's over at, uh, it used to be over at Gallagher Hall. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I started that way. Now, in terms of uh, the industry, um, it's sort of, and you know, and this is what I, I say the same thing to everybody getting in the industry is like a triangle. And the three points of that triangle are luck, guts, and talent, and you need two of the three, mm-hmm. any two. Um, and for me, I think it was the luck and the talent, like the luck and the skill. Um, and I worked hard too, but for me, luck. About to say, I'm trying to see. You know, what, I worked hard. What part too. would you put the hard? And I work? think legend. And I think I think. And this is the thing. I think people who become legends had all three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They had the luck. They had the, the drive, and you know they had the skill. So we're gonna put that in guts then. The, yeah. the hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard work, work guts, work. interchangeable. Yeah, gotcha. When I say guts, it could be hard work or you mm-hmm. know just you know wherewithal, perseverance. Mm-hmm. I put that in the same like. On the same side of that triangle. But basically, <laughs> I went to, uh, it was my freshman, it was the first day of freshman year of college and uh, of uh, the new school for drama over and in And I New met York. you before you went to college. Yeah, right? you did. Yes. I met you at NB. That's I, the first time I met you. I, that didn't, I, remember. I didn't first meet you at Oh, no, no, no. Actually, no. I saw you in a play. Boom. Before Anthony B. Because you're dude, right. I'm about to tell you because what, what happened? What yeah, you did you're right. You don't right. realize you left me with something at that situation. At, really? at that moment, dude. Because I was doing this that play. Was a long time it ago. was Catch the Wall. Catch the Wall. Boom. Yeah. And I remember Fantastic, doing the play. Man. And I remember, I think I played like two people in that joint. And I think this is, this is before. I, th- I don't think I had gotten on TV ever yet. I think I still was trying to make the transition from theater to film and I remember doing that play and I had mixed emotions about that play but I remember you came up to me and you was like my dude like that was an inspiring performance bro like I'm a young actor and seeing a fellow like black actor do their thing bro man man, that's just like that boom 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 and like for some reason it clicked to me how what I was doing could affect you know what I mean absolutely other other people behind me in that manner because black you know black men in general were so much more encouraged to play sports and Mm -hmm. play football and play Mm -hmm. basketball and and when you're this young black male who's doing theater you know I was one of the weird kids growing up yeah yeah and then once you accomplish something, it's, it sort of changes and everything. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, then you're cool. cool. Then you're like, cool. oh my god, you know, it's like this whole thing. You know, no one wants to work with you until everyone does. But that, hey, hype, but uh, hype is true. you know that it's true. It's real. But what happened for yeah? Basically, what happened with me is you know first day freshman year in college, I saw this you know I saw this girl who was in my class and I thought she was cute. 
Sorry, though, it was way before you. But it was way, way before you. Way before, way before my girlfriend, Kier. Way before that, like five years ago. That's just how I'm not trying yeah, to Yeah, 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 right yeah. Now. Yo, yo. This is just disclaimer after disclaimer after disclaimer. Right. We gonna talk later. Or, <laughs> exactly. No, it was, it was my freshman year. I thought, I thought this girl, this young lady was, was cute. And she was ordering a cheese sandwich. So I tell everybody my, my, my career started over a cheese sandwich. Damn. She was ordering a cheese sandwich. And I, was, and I was like, oh, man, what can I say to her that, you know, make her turn around? I was like, hey, you got a cheese sandwich. I didn't know we could ask for those. She turned around. And she was like, yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we do have those there. And, you know, she sat down next to me and, and we, started, we started talking. She was like, you know, I'm in your class, right? You know, I'm in, I'm in your drama class, stuff like that. And at one point she said, you know, do you have rep? You know what I'm saying? I was like. It's the first day of college, man. I don't know. We talking What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I thought it was after graduation and stuff. But she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got a manager and stuff. You know, I've done. I did a commercial for Pepto Bismol, and you know, I did. You know, you know right. a couple. Of, yeah, commercials and stuff. You know, you should hit her up. Her name's Tammy and stuff like that. Shout out to Tamara Markowitz. She's awesome. TM talent, and uh, out, out, out there in New Jersey. And so I said, obviously no. And just right then and there, she gave me uh, Tammy's information. And I didn't know at all whether it would be legitimate. It was a complete shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a huge risk. Um, but I was able to, 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 to get a car to take me all the way from where I was in New York to New Jersey because there wasn't any trains that, that took me directly to her. And I show, I show up to this beautiful home and this nice lady comes out. And she's, she talks faster than anyone I've ever met before in my life. She's like, boom, boom, boom. What can you do? I need you to do this. Improv this. Okay, here's this script. Da, 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 da. And, and, you know, 15 minutes later, it was over. I blinked and it was over. It seemed <laughs> right. like. And she didn't talk to me for a month after that, even though I got all her information, got all mine. I was like, okay, this lady doesn't want to work with me. And I think exactly a month later, um, I get this call. I was like, okay, so uh, this is Tammy. I need you to go on an audition for Law & Order tomorrow. Boom. Can you do it? I was like, yes, yes, I can do it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yes, yes, I can absolutely do that. And I was like, okay, and I, and I went. You know, it was four lines on Law and Order. I think my description was troublemaking teen number one. Mm-hmm. I think that was my first role was troublemaking teen, and I I did that, and I, I ended up booking it. Thank God. And you know, the rest is history. I uh, I stayed with Tamara Markowitz. For years and years, she's still my manager. She sent me to uh, two other agencies, so now I have a manager agency situation um, with um, uh, Tamara Markowitz being my manager, and then uh, I have uh, a legit agent, which is uh, Take Three for a TV film, and then for a commercial, I'm with Jordan Gillen Dornbaum. So it was basically like a snowball effect. Yeah, it was. It was. I met one person, and that person helped me meet two other people, and those two other people met me meet someone else. And that tends to be the game because, like, again, I don't think you already answered the other question um, that we often ask is how did you get your agent? Because people always ask me, oh my gosh, get an agent. That's so. That's such an important question, and I feel like the bane of this industry is getting rep. Yes. Getting, I mean, I feel like all all my theater teachers forever and ever would say, you know, focus on your craft, focus on your craft, focus on your craft. And I did all of that, and mm-hmm. I focused on my craft, mm-hmm. and I did all this stuff. But there's nobody who talks about the industry itself, and it's so frustrating. And that's because that's mm-hmm. all I really need to know. Right, but that's one of my <laughs> like, biggest problems with how we educate within we this need craft. Industry we, classes. We learn theater. Yeah, we learn exactly. The arts, the, arts, the, history, the thing. But that's we don't the learn this game. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. when I got because but it's so beautiful that while you were in college you were at least able to get these things. Yeah, because I remember I'm in college yeah. and I didn't get none of this game. So and and that's nothing too. I wasn't encouraged in college to go out for shit. Yeah, it was like stay in college, stay in, stay in this theater world, stay in these places. Did college yeah. tell you that? 
Because I know that because I they see those say it, they but it was but they implied yeah. exactly. right exactly. See, I went to I, I went you know at the new school. That's one of the reasons why I chose the new school is because it was one of the only schools that I saw that on their website it says yes you can work as an actor mm-hmm. while you're here in school mm-hmm. and that's why it became my first choice after Juilliard obviously. I mean, that's look, everyone's first choice. And you got, <laughs> that was smart as fuck of you because a lot of these it's not it's not even that they oh, we can curse you. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, talk your shit. Talk your shit. But uh, yeah, Sam, but like that that is a big thing that that is yeah. out there when you the game is what we be needing a lot more of. Yeah, and like man. when I'm talking to college students now, I tell them I'm like, yo, try to build your reel now. Yes. Try to find out as much as you need now. Find out what you will and won't do right now. Dude, that's, that is a huge thing that I would tell people, man. Find out what you're willing to do mm-hmm. and what you're not willing to do. Because I have a sob story about about getting dropped from my agency. For six months over dispute over a role, and, Boy, pause, uh, pause. and uh, that's why I'm saying find out. As, uh, young I am ladies, so especially. interested in this. Right I, I, I want to hear yeah, the story. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a doozy. Yo, um, well, wait, wait. So what? And Marvel ended up saving me. <laughs> You know, it's, oh, so it was cool. Okay, we are gonna connect. Yeah, wait, 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 I was about to say. I, about to say, I had a thought. I had a thought from what you were just saying. Um, but bit. Oh. Just talking about how we educate, man. Yeah. Yes, do not be afraid to go because what you did was perfect. I'm glad you followed followed yeah. through. It was because tough. I graduated and didn't know what to do. I mean, I was just out in the world and everything I learned, I basically had to learn trial and error, sort of just spit you out, fire, yeah. and that was right. function. Right. I don't know how many opportunities I might have squandered or messed up just not knowing shit. Yeah, you know me? not so, knowing oh, info. No, I know. Oh man, some. dude. So be aware of that, anybody that's younger. But no, now we'll hit his story. What okay. happens? Okay, so this is okay. This is what happened, and we ended up, we ended up, you know, me and Tate Three ended up hashing things out. What happened is there was a particular role that I, so I was sent the, so you get sent a breakdown. For those of you who don't know. When you have an agency, you get sent a breakdown, and thank God you don't have to wait in those long ass lines for like open calls or anything. You know, at that point, you get appointed auditions, which pause, is great. Pause and yeah. take. Now, I want that to be noted. There's a lot of people. I know this has happened to you before because yeah. I think it's happened to every actor. Those open calls that you like to tag us in. On yeah, you know, media, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that. Please, yeah, yeah. Oh, please. It. It's okay. I know you try to help. Right? Like, <laughs> you try to help because I feel I feel bad because people try to help. But no, look, man, I, it's all right. You know, once you have representation, <laughs> yeah, you that, that, that stuff that stuff's you over. Skip that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Keep Lord going. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you talk about, bro. I know you. Hey, you want to be an extra in this thing? And no, like, no, I don't. No. But no. but that's another thing because our industry is very mysterious. It is. People that's not in it don't know what happens. Don't know what happens. Yeah. A lot of stuff we learn, we're like, damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. that's part of what this podcast is for. No, nah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so what happened is, uh, so it, I can't remember what show it is, and I'm glad I can't because I don't want to, I don't want to disparage on the show. So, yeah. I'm glad I can't remember what the name of the show was, but it was a show, it was a serial. Uh, like, a, it was like, uh, like a Law and Order ish type show, like a, a procedural drama. And basically, it was this thug role, man. And and see, the thing is, like with those type of roles that they get so close to the stereotype, mm-hmm. um, or are the stereotype. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have boundaries with that. You know what I mean? If this is a guy where you know he's a human being, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, like I see a rhyme or reason. I see he's trying to provide for his family. I see like he's like a complete human being, not yeah. just sort of like a plot device. You know what I mean? That like a caricature. You know what I mean? And this was not that. This was, you know, guy sells drugs. He's bad because he's bad. 
not really a rhyme or reason. It's like a walk on and walk off type thing. And I was supposed to shoot some line and stuff. I just didn't like it, man. I, I didn't like it. It, 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 was, it was it was really tough because I was on back on the phone, on and off on the phone. I was like, hey, you know, I don't know if I could do this one. And then I ended up accepting it, you know, kind of sheepishly. And then, like, like I started talking to, you know, the person I was with at the time. And she was like, no, I don't think this is this is right for you. And so I went back to the agent. And I was like, actually, no, I don't want to do this. And they were not happy with that. Right, because you already accepted the because role. Because I had already accepted the role. Yeah. And it was a huge, I can't remember who, but it was a huge casting director. And they didn't want they, they didn't want to sour that relationship with that casting director. I mean, I think that's so important. <laughs> Relationships can make or break you in this thing, man. And will. Yeah. It'll make it, yeah. And, and uh and, and, and because I had already accepted it and then I kinda went back and I was like, Okay, no, I'm not. They weren't messing around with that and so I ended up being dropped. I was dropped for about six months, um, and what? Thank God. And this is another point. When you have a manager and you have someone who believes in you, because finding a manager is, is a lot like speed dating. Mm-hmm. Like even if you, that's the one thing about it. Like if you, even if you find an agency or a manager, that doesn't mean they're going to be a match for you. Right. It has to be a match. Like you have to find one, and then they also. It's like you're on Tinder, like swiping left and swiping right. Yeah. Like who's the right manager or agent? And thank God for Tammy, because for that six months that I didn't have rep, she was sending me out to other agents and stuff like that. It's like, no, this kid's really good. And she stuck with me the entire time. So shouts out to Tammy, because she like really saved the day. And what ended up happening is, and this goes to show you that, you know, the entertainment business is exactly what it said. Show business is a business. And at the end of the day, they're worrying about money and everything else is less important than money. Mm-hmm. Because what, I, what happened is I had shot... Season one of Luke Cage. Luke Cage started doing really, really well. And then what happened is a couple of months later, <clears throat> after I've been dropped from the agency, my agency gets a call from Marvel. Mm. And Marvel says, hey, we actually want this kid for like double his episodes this season. We want him from eight episodes instead of four. Nice. And we want him to be this big part of the season. Uh, can we get him on the line? And so my agent was not going to be like, oh, no, uh, we, we sort of just dropped him. And, <laughs> and so they called me back. It's like, oh, well, yeah, we got money on the phone. Yo, so, <laughs> so let's kind of renegotiate. And, and what ended up happening is, to be fair to them, their, their hang-up was not that I didn't want to do the role. What they explained to me was the hang-up was the miscommunication and not and me not telling them what I would and wouldn't do up front. Right. And so I gave them at that point a physical list of things I would and would not do mm-hmm. so that would never happen again. And so I ended up signing with the same agency. Now we have a terrific relationship and um, and it just went that way. But uh, Marvel definitely saved my ass on that. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, 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 Does. and I'm glad you made the likening of it to a relationship. You yeah. are being communicative about it's true. Your what you yeah. like about yourself, you know. Yeah. And I didn't know that I would be presented with such a thing. I mean, there's so many things that we don't know that we don't know. Yeah. Especially when you come in this game. Yeah. And it goes back to what we said about being educated beforehand. Yeah. It's, it's and not especially, too many especially for my young ladies. Mm. You need to know what you will and won't do right now. I it and if you come up to an agent or a manager, you need to give them that list that I just told you up front. Right. So that you not so you don't get dropped. And some agencies, now let's say you're super lucky or unlucky as some people would say, and you sign cuz my agency is a boutique agency. So I like that because I'm a bigger fish in a smaller pond. Right. If you sign with like a book wall, like a huge like by coastal agency, um, uh, what they have, yeah, they have so many of you. That's mm-hmm. the thing, and so you become disposable. And some of them have crazy rules. Like if you don't book something in six months, they can just drop you mm-hmm. because they have so many of you already. 
You know what I mean? So like having just that list together of what you do now is so important. And you, you know, have, and you don't have to worry about those hiccups and those hangups. Cause I have to yeah. learn the same thing when I like certain auditions. I get like I'm not too sure if this is something I want to do. Cause especially when you say the women, I said this often, especially with that nudity thing. I'm like, yeah. yo, we're in the internet age, and nothing goes away anymore. Yeah, no. And, and it's, it's the same thing even with roles you take. Like there's mm-hmm. a certain light that you was not trying to present yourself as. Yeah. If you would have been recorded, it'd have been forever. Mm-hmm. And forever is forever now. Yeah. So like being very aware of who you are, and that's part of the craft too. It's, it's like we often talk about this with other actors have come through. Part of this craft of acting is finding out, learning more and more about yourself, and being more honest about, more comfortable about, comfortable about who you are to the point that you can play almost anybody because yeah. you're that comfortable in the instrument that yeah. you're already using. And it's tough too, man, because like when you're young, when you're like a young actor and you're just starting out. You could get like a very problematic breakdown, but be so hesitant to say no because like yes. you don't Not really have you the luxury of saying no. Experience. Yeah, when you're just fresh in the when game, you're, because you could be fifty and fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're just so happy. To have yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're Michael B. Jordan, you can do whatever you want. Right. If you're Denzel Washington, you can do whatever you. If you're Jaden Smith, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But when you're like you get that, and it's it's it, it hurts your soul. But then again, it's like. What do I do? You know what I'm saying? Do I take this one problematic role and spend the rest of my career steering me away from that? Right. Or do I, you know, or do I stay true to my heart and say no to this, take the punches, and then try, you know, a curveball or something else? And the thing is... And that's everyone's individual choice, and it's just, it's difficult, man. And there's no map, because you could take that one problematic role and still be good. Yeah. But once again... Are you going to take the third one? Yeah. Are you going to take the fifth one? Are you going to take the tenth one? When when do you create this boundary for yourself that I don't want to do this? Because if if you let them, they will typecast you. And this is one thing I will say about typecasting. On the surface, people... I think typecasting has a bad rep because you want to be typecast... To the because then you can work that makes you work. Yeah, when you're yeah first so sh- that's what I that's what my teachers would say. Champagne problem. Right, right, right. Exactly. It's a problem people work their whole lives to get. Right. You know, want so, to be working, so don't turn your nose up. I don't want to be typecast yeah, yeah, because no typecasting can keep you. Yeah, exactly. Working. Yeah. But at, but at a the point, same time, you got to find that yeah. balance within yourself of what your agency and your management right. has to because they're pitching you for these things too. So right. got to let them know like, right. well. Don't only put me in this lane. Don't have me just in this one bubble. Or don't even pitch me just for this same old shit. Because then my career is typecast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want my entire career to be a typecast. You feel me? Because when you were talking about Debbie Morgan early, I was about to say, the only success to me in this game is longevity. Yes. Period. You could be the most famous person when you're 30, dog. But if you're still not working when you're 50, then did you have a real success? Yeah. And it depends... You know what else it depends, man? And uh, this is so important to me, too. Find out what your definition of success is, too, man. For yourself. For you. That's true. Because, like, everyone's success is not being a millionaire famous actor. Some people are very happy doing community theater, and that's what they love to do. Yes. And they want to keep their feet on the ground, and they just want to make work. And there's absolutely nothing, nothing wrong, with, wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. You know, longevity I, does not me, mean fame. And yeah, and that and exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm and just then work. Exactly. And, and 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 this is what I tell people, man. When I was a kid, what the, the, the thing that honestly, the reason why I started being an actor is probably not so pure in, anyway. I just saw Will Smith on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and mm-hmm. I said, I will be that nigga. I mean, no. Yeah, I want to be that nigga. Yeah, and all the girls, he was cool. And, yes. that, and I just wanted to be cool and rich and famous and that was it. But... 
what happened is now that I'm, you know, 25, which is not very old, but for all intents and purposes, you know what I'm saying, 25 versus 9, you know what I mean, uh, now I want the fame, I want the money, I want all of that, but the reasons why I want it are different now. Mm-hmm. Because there are people I want to help. There are people, it's like, it's to whom much is given, much is required type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think about all the time, like, where I would be if that girl who not, who did not help me and give give me Tammy's information over that right. cheese sandwich. I feel now almost obligated to do that for other actors because it was done for me. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, so <clears throat> that's what I'm saying, you know, definitely figure out what your, what your definition of success is. And I also feel like, um, for me, the reason why I need to have... The type of success that I am shooting for is because the changes in society that I would like to see require me to have that kind of power to make changes. Because exactly, because at the end of the day, and it's a heartbreaking thing to say, but it's so true. At the end of the day, um, uh, drive and 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 good intention with zero power means nothing. Right. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You can't just be a nice guy, and I want to see. You know, I want to improve the I want to improve the roads in New Orleans, but you know, I'm not getting out there and voting. Or I want to, you know, I, I want them I want there to be more black owned agencies in America. But you know, I'm this no name actor, and I don't have any. You have to have power to incite change. You can't right. just have an agenda. Right. An agenda with no power gets nothing done. It's just a dream. So it's just a dream. It's just an idea. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like you know, <clears throat> and some and so many people to me they demonize the desire for fame and the desire for money and the desire. And I, and I wonder about that all the time, like, how bad is it really? Because when you have power, you can make those changes that you want to see in society. And I'm going to throw so, this on top of it, too. When, you, when you're that good, yeah. when you're so good that you're famous, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's so much in, and there's and, and there's so much in, like I said, the triangle of luck, guts, and talent. There's so much that goes into it besides skill, right? And yeah. and the danger of it and believing that skill is what gets you there is so it's so many fold. Like uh, for example, um, I, I remember you had done a post that I, I ended up commenting on one day on Facebook about this young lady who uh, who paid for this billboard to get Tyler Perry's attention. Mm-hmm. And and it was this billboard. Still creepy to and me. And she, she, she had this billboard, and she had her, her head shot, and, and it said, Tyler Perry, I'm your next leading lady. And I just looked at that, and I was like, I hate that, but I understand it, but I, I hate it, but I understand it. And she wound up winning. And, and well, she when she wound up getting his attention. No, no, she got a role now. Recently. Did she get a role in in one of his last films? week? He Did she like literally he last week? He just cast her in her the, the what's that oval joint that he comes. But she, but I'm almost certain that she auditioned for him. Oh, she had to exactly. But it got her the attention that you're talking about, and that's frustrating because at first I was clowning it because I'm like, bro, when, when he was when he told her like, don't do that, don't type do shit, that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, don't do that because that's sullying yeah. too much. But. I would I would chalk that up to and and I could or could I could be wrong or I could be right. I would chalk that up to she probably finally auditioned for that thing and mm. I feel like she probably did not worst come to worst she wasted, you know, two thousand dollars. Lots of money, yo. You know what I mean? Because she could have just pulled up because she could have just pulled up to else. the audition. Because mm-hmm. you don't need a billboard to audition, and that's basically that was basically Tyler's point. Right. Like maybe she did, but I don't think she needed that attention to pull up to his audition. I think she could have just pulled up to the audition because she she had roles already. Yeah, you had she had rep, rep already. already. Right. She had rep. She had roles already. That means she could have just auditioned for one of his projects, and that means that money is wasted. And maybe that's the bad thing that came out of that. But this is my point, though. So. What happens when you when you lean so much on oh if uh, you know if I just have enough skill then things will happen? 
what happens is you start feeling like you you deserve roles, and that's very dangerous. Entitlement. There's entitlement in that. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that way. That that like you know uh, I've been acting since I'm nine years old, and now I'm 25. I I deserve this role. Or I deserve mm-hmm. that. Or I should have gotten this. You know, if I go off for something and I don't get it, but. The heartbreaking but true, realistic answer is that actors don't get roles that they deserve. Right. You get the roles you're right for. That's the roles you get. Because it's not your place to, to say, I'm right for this role in your project. That's that person's baby. Mm-hmm. They've been working on this thing for years. It takes years for something to get greenlit. It's not your place to say, I'm the right person for your project. That's the casting director's job. And it's not your job. It's not your place. And it's entitled. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ultimately, but also the director and the producer's you job. You will never get the, 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 the jobs that you deserve. You will always get the jobs that you're right for. It's one of my favorite quotes in the world. What, what, uh, what misses you is never for you. And what's for you will never miss you. Right. You, right. As long as you're putting your best foot forward. If you, you roll up in there, you ain't got enough sleep. You new. roll up in there, you don't know your lies, you're not off book. You, you, your resume don't have three columns with special skills at the bottom. If you ain't did all that, your headshot looks like it's a selfie. Uh, then, you got to put then, the work in, too. That means, then that means you, you just didn't put your best foot forward and, 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 and swing as hard as you could when the ball was thrown to you. Right. So right. That, that's what that means. But if you did all of that and you don't get it, that means that the casting director, uh, you know, he had heart problems and you're a brain surgeon. You know, like, you, it's, you're not the right one. You could have all the skill in the world in brain surgery. Mm-hmm. But they don't need someone to operate on a brain. They need open heart surgery. Right. So you're not the right person. <laughs> and, then all, and, also, right. and also, we're talking about the, the science of it. That director or producer could wake up five times on five different days and mm-hmm. pick five different people depending upon whatever. Yeah, nothing to you do. You can with look you. like the casting director's ex-wife's <laughs> son, and I'm like, all your time was because yeah. they, they got a bad vibe. And again, <laughs> but again, at the end of the day, it's their right. Yeah. To have a bad day and not cast you, really? Or a bad vibe about or you, bad, you. B- Because they're the ones that have to hire you and pay you and see every see and you see every you day. every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's their prerogative, right? You right, know, right? Exactly. It's not your thing. If you want to call the shots on who's casting right, and so stuff, shit. then you got to write your own stuff and wear all those hats yourself and do all that. If you want to be a part of this multi-million-dollar thing that already exists, then mm-hmm. you have to fit. What they think, exactly. not what you think. Exactly. You know? And I want to say this. When I was bringing it up earlier about um, being so good, yeah. I wasn't saying that um, if you're good, that means you're going to make yeah, it. Man, you're going to book I'm work. trying to say that when you're talking about my read, like for me personally, yeah. I want to be famous, but I don't want to be famous for fame. I want to be so prolific. Because you're skilled. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. That, that I've been going so hard. So yeah. hard. That There's so many people like that. You know what I mean? That that Like Jeffrey Wright. He's somebody that people don't my speak to. Come on. First of been in the my game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of, most of our heroes didn't pop till it was like in their 40s. Exactly. And they've been doing it since their 20s well, I think uh, I think Morgan Freeman was that way. Yep. Didn't get his first role until he was over 40. Yes, dog. So it's like, uh, but I want to be undeniable. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with wanting to be undeniable. Yeah. But you gotta put in that everything else. I don't think else. there's anything wrong with one. Like I said before, I don't think there's anything wrong with whatever your definition of success is. Right. You know what I mean? It's as long as you're not demonizing someone else's. Like 
either way. You know what I mean? Um, my mom used to say, when you compare yourself to other people, it's always bad because you come out fe feeling either superior or inferior. So <laughs> comparing, lose, lose. comparing yourself is always bad. So just right. figure out what is my definition of success and then figure out what is the smartest way to get me there. And for me, I knew that like moving to New York, I felt like would double my chances. You know what I mean? I was skilled and I did put in my, you know, I did put in my work. Um, but some of it was luck. Some of it was things that I didn't have control over, like having a mother that could afford me to send, uh, send me to New York right. to a nice college where I didn't meet a man. <laughs> you right, know, right, right. so like there's other things, you know what I mean? And maybe, maybe your two is not luck and skill. Maybe your two is skill and guts. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're too. Just work it, work yeah, it, some work people it, work like it. Morgan Freeman, which like people who you know, even my guy Mike, who's Luke Cage. Mm. He's four. He's over forty. His birthday was yesterday. I hope he's not going to beat me up for saying what I just said. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you know the uh, 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 It's not my industry age. You didn't need to say that. Uh, you know, casting directors disregard everything he just said. So what? Yeah. What you, what what'd you learn on the set then? Like, what was it like? From the audition process of Luke Cage to actually... Oh, man. Luke, that's, a, that's a cool story, too, man. I auditioned for Luke Cage three times. It was, re it was rejected three Yo. three times, man. And it was for... Uh, it was another... It was a bit part to be to, in the beginning. Word. I wasn't nearly supposed to have what I got. I, I, I went in to say three lines. I'm trying to remember desperately what my lines were. But uh, it, but the, the original name of the role was DVD Kid. So it didn't even have a name. It was right. just DVD Kid. And I went out. It was three lines... But the three lines were really cool. It was about it was like a little Easter egg for the Avengers, and it was like, uh, oh, you know, don't mess with the Green Man, and don't you know the and, and and the guy with the skirt and the hammer, and the the guy with the it was those really cool like uh, Easter eggy type of lines. And I went there and I did the oh, I remember that yeah, <laughs> and and they were kept. And, and what happened is um, Cheo Coker, who was our showrunner and director, shout out to Cheo. He just liked what I did so much that he added three additional episodes to what I was supposed to have. Word. And so my four lines became four episodes in the in the first season, and my four episodes became eight in the second season. And then we got Thanos snapped. <laughs> and then we got. <laughs> But uh, but it was a good gig while it lasted. Man, and, uh, I, and I loved that second season. I felt no so small bad. roles, no excuses. But that's the truth no because you never oh. know what is gonna happen. Because I have a similar story in CIS New Orleans. Man, I was only supposed to be like gang leader. Yeah. And they once again writers or producers yeah. they don't change it if you're doing your thing. Absolutely. And it was like man, we like what you're doing. And I wound up doing like right seven you episodes spread. You just never know. Yeah. What that they quote you unquote, to small role yeah. will entail. Yeah. And that's and and another and another button I would put on that story is you, this industry is a whole bunch of you not knowing what's going on and what I'm what I what I mean though is like you could be so sure that something is going to happen Ooh. and it can be literally Thanos snap the next day. Oh. I can, I mean Cheo was Cheo and me and Mike and all the guys and over Marvel. second season. We yeah. thought for we thought for certain that we were going to get a third season yes. at least. We had all the critical reception. Yep. Everyone loved the show. And it was a cliffhanger. And, and it was a cliffhanger. Oh. I mean we had all the makings to have a beautiful third season. And what it ended up being is two guys at other opposite ends of the table could not agree, and we didn't get a third season. I was, you know, poor Chao even came up to me and he said, "Hey, man, you know, we upgraded you. We're gonna upgrade you again." And I got all starry eyed. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a series regular now." Dude, the way I see your story, yeah, yeah, and I was gonna be the leader of pops right, and stuff. Right. I was gonna be like the new pops, and I was gonna be. A, 
And and then literally, you know, deadline. I, I was even talking to Mike at that point. He's like, hey, did you did you find anything else? And he would text me back. He's like, nah, man, we're missing deadlines. I don't know what's going on. And da 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 da. And then you know, we we found out about the Disney Plus thing, and then it just didn't happen. Right. You right. know. And now, I mean, if it if the show ever does come back, it'll probably be with someone else playing DW and someone else playing Mike and someone else. No, I mean, we playing don't want that. And, you know, <laughs> no, because I, I you know, but you know, and I just saw I just saw a week ago they they. They sold all my props from Pop's Barbershop in an auction at Comic-Con. So, so it's definitely not coming back as our iteration. Yeah. Um, it may come back after the two-year clause as, as, a, as, a, as a different cast and stuff. But that's, that just goes to show you, like, like, Mike was like the lead of the show. So for sure, he thought it was coming back. And, for you know, I can only imagine how he felt um, being the star of the show and then it just ending like that. But uh, props to Mike, man. I mean, he's got tons of projects coming out. Everyone from Luke Cage has booked other things. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, girl, got a show. Yeah. Uh, Simone is on oh, a cop yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. She's a judge or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She Simone's on a cop show. Uh, Mike is a crime-fighting priest now. <laughs> like, is he? What do you say? Yeah, I can't. Can I'm, oh, I'm trying Evil to remember. on CBS? Uh, yeah. He's got two things. He has he has one. I think it's called Blue Bloods. Mm. Uh, and he's like a he's like a like a crime lord or something. Not unlike he's about to be a Luke Cage. Dude, uh, and he's like slugged out, and he has this like fur coat and like these chains and like complete opposite of yeah, Luke yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he would have been what Luke Cage was becoming. Evolved into yeah, you yeah, know yeah, by yeah. Season three, was gonna get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So he's he's that he's also like the, the he's a series regular, like I said, like a like a some sort of crime fighting priest or something, which is awesome. Uh, Simone's on a, a cop show. Um, um, Mufa, uh, uh, Mufasa, uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Shakir, yeah. not Mufasa. That's Mustafa. My guy Mustafa. Stealer, my he dude. was. He was awesome. Oh my god! And he is playing Jet on a freaking cowboy bebop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I couldn't believe that. I was so jealous of that. Bruh, I was but so yeah, Mustafa is Jet now. Uh, like everyone's doing something, and now I have Bill and Ted, which yeah. is awesome. Congratulations! Yeah, I, uh, unfortunately, I I can't. Um, I'm not allowed to to, to disclose who I'm playing. But you're but, in it. Um, but I'm yeah. But I'm a I'm a pretty sizable role in Bill and Ted, which is awesome. Love. Um. So like months and months later, I was finally able to uh, able to get over that, and I decided as a way to sort of get over. Cause I, cause there's a period. It's like breaking up a relationship, like being on a show and being so sure that that's gonna be your ticket. Mm-hmm. It's like a breakup or something, you know. Then the tears came, and the, it was it was rough at, at a second, you know what I mean. Uh, but what what I did is, you know, I just kept, you know, you just shoot until one falls in, mm-hmm. and one fell in, and I ended up giving my uh, pops barbershop hat to a uh, kid Cuddy on set because he told me when I met him, he told me he was a fan, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give this to you, Dude, you freaking both as a way for me to, yeah, both as a way for me to get, you know, get over the show, and because it's kid Cuddy, you know? yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, 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 kid Cuddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna yeah. toss to you in a second, Lars, but I want to ask you because you talk about Bill and Ted with, uh, you know, that's Keanu Reeves. You talking about yeah. Mike Coates over here? You you've been around some dynamite actors, yeah. Craft wise, yeah. What has that done for you, man? Uh, I, I you know I'm so happy because they say never meet your heroes, and I'm so happy that I haven't seen that yet because every single person I've met has been a super down to earth guy. There's so many stories about Keanu Reeves just being like the ultimate, like just dope person cool right right so yeah cool. man he gave i i heard and this is a rumor I've, I've never uh i've never been able to like confirm or deny this with anyone but i heard that he gave a good portion i think of his second earnings of 
of um, the, the second Matrix movie to, like, the crew of the show. Yeah. Like, like a good portion of it. You know, and he, he did that. I mean, he ended up giving uh, me and the rest of the, the cast, like, these really nice script books, and they have our names engraved on it. And, you know, he, write me, he wrote everyone, like, a nice little note about our performances and stuff. Mm. Like Just a great dude. He, I mean, he remembered my name. Like, every time I saw him, I was like, yo, what's up, bro? He's like, Jeremiah, what's going on? He shook my hand and stuff like that. And I would just say to my, like, Keanu Reeves knows I am. Like, right. That's so cool. Yo, you're freaking Keanu Reeves in today's just, Jeremiah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very, he's, a, he's, a, he's, uh, he's definitely an introvert. <laughs> he mm. left like 20 minutes after, <laughs> after the start of the cast. <laughs> he was up and gone. But that's it. He's, he's a super down to earth guy, man. You know, he's, he's always talking, and talking to people and shaking hands and encouraging people, man. That's a good dude. Mike Coulter's the same way. He's like sort of a, a jokester at do Mike. Um, he'd be complaining one second. Like he's such an actor. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be. I remember he, I was supposed to tell him who Demi, uh, where Domingo Cologne was like residing or whatever. Like this drug lord in season one, and he was like, "Oh, your head's supposed to be on a swivel, and you know, tell me who he is." So they yell cut, and he was like, yeah, "Man, I'm freezing my ass off," and he's shivering. He's 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 doing all this complaining, and then. Action words to me go close. <laughs> like, well, like he's but like under a real actor. Like he just like on a dime and he just switches. So about for um, you, you working with these people. Yeah. How that feel? Man, it's cool, man. And you know, one thing and, one one thing, you know, I, I would also say to people is once you start accomplishing things, just just be aware how that uh, that affects other people. I feel like for me, like, you know, once you start accomplishing stuff. What people forget is that it's not just a cool thing that happens every now and then. These people become your coworkers, mm-hmm. and you have to sort of download that because you, you, what people treat it as like, oh, you know, like if I say like, you have to, you have to just be constantly aware of of it's it's hard out here in this game, and it's hard to it's hard to book work. So you just have to always remind yourself of how you're speaking about things because if I say you know if if someone asked me how my day was. And I told them the truth. I was like, yeah, man, you know, I was powering around with Alex Winter and, mm-hmm. you know, I was powering around with Keanu and, and people would be like, oh, you're flexing. And it's like, no, it's well, my guy, that's my, right that's my, right. that, yeah, that's, I mean, he's my, he's my coworker. Right. Somehow so you, so you have to like, sort of like bite the bullet there. You know what I mean? You have to like, sort of remember that it is really hard to get in the industry. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there are other people who, you know, wish they could say that. So you have to like, remember at one point. You don't want to stifle your own, you know, excitement because I did work really hard to get in this position. But at the same time, you have to think about other people too. So like that balancing act right there, and you know, is and, a big thing. And it's a constant balancing act because you just never know um, who who you're who you're affecting and who how. You're around, you know, yeah. and that that oh my goodness, I have so many stories on that. I'm gonna yeah. get the question to you, Lawrence. Not realize that until I think I like directed a show over at Dillard like forever ago. And shout out to, oh God, Rachel. She was a freshman and I casted her in it. And like a year or two later, she's, she like DM'd me and she was like, I want you to know, I'm glad that you did that. I'm glad that you kicked off my, my theater career. And I was like, okay. So you just wanted me to cry today. Um, <laughs> I didn't need to, I didn't need to do that. So I was like, my tear ducts are messed up now. But I wanted to talk a little bit about those boundaries aside from the story that you gave us did you have any sort of situation where you had to figure out those boundaries you had to be like oh this is not something that i want to do this is not something that i'm comfortable doing 
because I'm always one to say if you are not comf if I and even even though yeah this is hard but if you're not comfortable doing it don't do it because it will show mm-hmm. yeah and I rather yeah. in, in like I said I rather say no I'm not going to do this mm-hmm. because it's going to look crappy yeah as opposed to you doing it and then knowing you, you know you're crappy mm-hmm. and yeah. screwing everything up yeah have you ever been in a role where you're like, oh, I'm never doing this again in life? <laughs> oh, I, I'm not sure that I've been, for the extent, I, I would say that I didn't love doing my very first one where I was like the troublemaking teen or I was like, like shooting up this house and that's like the first thing that people see of me on TV. Mm-hmm. I would have rather that not be the first thing. Absolutely. But then again, I, I'm, I'm just, what I'm glad though is that I ended up being able to work around that and like, you know, make the list and stuff like that of stuff I wouldn't, will and would and would not do later. Um, I would say that's the only role though. Like, thank God everything else has been, um, everything else has been things that I've loved or at least been okay with. And it's okay if that um, list changes. Yeah. You never is. know. You never that's know true. what might change. Cause like, you know, you might want to list, I'll never kiss a guy. Yeah. Then yeah, you yeah, evolve yeah. and you think. And, and you, you know, thinking, sometimes oh, people right. grow and so that's some people sad. change. That I will say, I will say that uh, something that has been playing in my mind is like trying not to get stuck in the DW character, mm-hmm. like the like the really loud sidekicky type. Right. Because right, right. I I felt like I was sort of making a type for myself because I, I booked that and then a little while later I booked you know a sort of similar type on another show. Um, it was called uh, Bull. It was with uh, Michael Weatherly. Um, it's on CBS, and yeah. uh, I had to be on. I was on the stand and stuff like that. And I used sort of the same voice that I used with DW, like just of like like sort of a New York twang. You know what I'm saying? And and then I was tempted to keep doing that with other auditions, and I was like, no, I want to use my regular voice now, because right. <laughs> right. like I felt I, I felt like my I felt myself sort of setting a trap for myself there. Yeah. And that's why I was like, right after that audition, I was like, nope, I'm not doing this voice again. No, <laughs> no, I want I want I want to use my regular voice now. You gotta have self awareness. Yeah. yeah. You must have self awareness. Yeah. Feel me? Um. So, you, what's your process like? Let's say you get an audition. What do you do? I'm I'm a I'm I'm very much a proponent of the practical method. Okay. Um. I, I I'm I'm not huge on like like uh, like the more method type stuff or like like or delving too deep into the personal life. You know what it reminds me of like the method and stuff. It it reminds me if there's any anime fans there. I'm a super anime head here, like sitting here with a huge Naruto tattoo on my left arm. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I haven't noticed. Yeah, that nice yeah. Though. I'm a super anime guy. <laughs> But it, the method really reminds me of like Kaioken, like what it does to your body. Like you remember Kaioken and DBZ? Nah, I didn't watch DBZ hard. Oh, you didn't. You didn't. Well, Kai, well, I for, for those of you who didn't know, Vegeta. Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't know, Kaioken in this show, it's a technique similar to what I think of the method in acting, where it's sort of a trade-off. And so what you do is you can basically, in minute ways, destroy your body. But you can get two, three, four, or five times the strength that you have. Mm. So you can get way stronger really, really quick. But every time you use it, it hurts you. It hurts you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And if you and 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 the and the farther you go, like Kaioken times two or Kaioken times three or Kaioken times four, and the more you use it, like the more debilitating it comes to your body, till you're almost paralyzed. Mm. Um, and that's sort of the trade-off of the technique. But you can win a fight very quickly if you use it. 
You know what I mean? And What's that's the what's a, mm-hmm. and the, and and yeah, and there are, there are long term effects to your body too. So if you use times two and you use it a couple times, you may be okay. But then if you have to use times three or times four, you can start to like lose muscle mass and you can start to like break down your. And that's what the method. Here's my like enemy for connection for you on that. You watch my yeah. hero. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, Deku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Boom. yeah, yeah, I got yeah. You. We, we exactly. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, using it like every time he snaps, snaps. and breaking his fingers yeah, yeah, and breaking yeah. his arm. Yeah, it's exactly like that. And the method is very much like that to me. Like, uh, and that's why you know some of my I had a method teacher before. Um, they would do something called sense memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and in controlled doses, I think it's okay. And what they would do is they they you know you would sit in a chair and you'd be encouraged like they would play certain music. And you'd be encouraged to like sort of go in the inner workings of your mind and find these memories. And basically the goal, they wouldn't say this, but the goal would be to have you sobbing by the end of the class. Right, right. And, so, and a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they would have this rule. It's like, do not use anything that happened in the last three years. Because it will, it will kill, it'll kill you, it'll destroy you. And especially in TV, you have to do it over and over. Right. Like you have, you can't just cry once and you get to, they have to get other takes and they have to get other angles and they have to, and you know, so thank God and, and thank God in, in TV, they have tear squads and they can help you. But like, <laughs> so when but, it comes to ask you, that's another question to ask people. But like, so, that's why I think the method is so dangerous. I feel like um, for me, the practical method is better. I'm about to ask you, so when yeah. it comes to crying and whatnot, do you do sense memory or do so, you? Okay, so I, I try, I'm sort of a hybrid. So uh-huh. usually if I don't have to like cry, I don't need like a physical reaction. I'm practical all the way. Mm-hmm. What's my goal? How do I get it? What's my obstacle? What's in my way? Mm-hmm. And and how do the different ways like uh, what are the different tactics that I use to get what I want? You know what I mean. What's my moment before? What's my moment after? It's it's all very practical with me. And, and you're the and, right partner. Yeah, yeah. and it's exactly. going to all work out. It's what I always trust. So now, if I really have to like have like a physical reaction. Then that's when I'll dip my like sort of dip my toes in like sense memory stuff. Mm-hmm. But I try to wane myself off uh, off of that as much as I can because it can be very painful. You right. sort of have to torture yourself at that point. It's self inflicted um, trauma. And the and, and I would say the only exactly and I would say the or like controlled trauma mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, like you that. know like okay. uh and so the the only the only time I would say it's absolutely necessary and it's hard to do that without would be like a theater situation because in theater you can't really fake crying Mm-mm. i mean you kind of you can kind of try you can you can turn around with a with a you know a little packet and then you're turning oh i'm crying now but it doesn't really work you off the stage yeah, yeah it doesn't really work it doesn't really work <laughs> or you can you can try the you know hands on the face method while you're crying like while you're like screaming you know what I mean? Like, the, ah! like oh, you have your, like, yeah. and, I, and I stand yeah, by this. Your face up. But it, it, it's, you it's don't always cool. need to cry. Yeah. Because and some people hold, yeah, and you're right. You can sell the moment and the emotion without the tears you if you once again stay. As long as you yeah. stay honest to everything yeah. that you say, your objectives, what you want, yeah. everything else. It will come across yeah. good because yeah. oftentimes some people they fight. Crying is sort of a, a is, is sort of an easy win for people. I feel like exactly yeah. easy. Exactly. Well, easy not easy, easy win, in some ways and easy. In, uh, it can show that you can act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows it's like, I can't tell you how many people have come up and they're like, "Oh, you're an actor. Can you, you cry? cry? Yeah, yeah, yes. dude. It's like, come on. Like, there's right. other things. Like, right. Like that's like like there's other things I can do. There's right. like voices that I can do. Right. I can do impressions. I can do like. Other stuff. I do a killer Morty impression. No, Rick and Morty. Rick, I told you before, uh, crime's not really necessary, Rick. Uh, now, no, Morty, uh, you're doing all this crime. It's pissing me off. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Rick. Uh, I mean, people say that you have to cry, but 
I mean, jeez, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, crying's a whole lot of work. Nobody cries for bitches. My uh, grandson's not a bitch. You gotta cry, Morty. You gotta cry. Uh, give, it, give us some tears for, for Squanchy over there, Morty. For Squanchy. Give, uh, give, give us some tears for bird person, Morty. Come on. Take, take, take one for the team for Planet Class Bar, Morty. Uh, that's what I told you to do. That's what I said. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, but no one oh, asked me to do that. No. And it's always cry, cry, yeah. cry. It's like, jeez. Like, but one thing I will always yeah. say is do what works for you, yeah. but be aware of what it's doing to you. There's definitely, exactly. You know? That's such a great point. This, of course, such a great this point. is the uh, moment in the acting while black that we tell everybody to find a therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. Therapy yeah. is so great. We've man. done this at least, we've done this at least what? This is going to be the ninth or tenth show. Ninth or tenth, depending See? Yeah. Dude, and listen, my, my church going folks out there, mm-hmm. it's okay to go to church and also so go to therapy. therapy. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with no. that. If you go to the doctor and you go to uh, you go to church, you don't say anything was wrong with that. Nope. So why can't you go to church and go to therapy? We all think it's so wrapped up in this either or yeah, mentality. No, no we can do both. We can have it all. You're strong. You're, you're better than you think. You can do more than one thing. There's no <laughs> wrong. There's nothing we wrong. We can care about Popeyes chicken sandwiches and still go vote Word. on Amazon. We Come can walk and chew it's gum. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Good ah. Completely went blank. I'm still stuck <laughs> on the movie thing. It happens um, to the best of us, it's, man. This, it's, it was really, really good. Um, so, have you ever had your black actor... Uh, well, I, I keep on saying black actor moment, but black actor wake-up call, where somebody asks you to be more black. Or... Oh, they, they don't say that. They say they it in say, sneakier ways. Man. I'm about to say, say it, something like it's, urban. No, but yeah. I want to ask the question too. Or that, um, uh, uh, or have you had a moment in the industry where the industry reminded you that you're black? That the industry reminded me. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Luckily enough, I don't. Oh, uh, the, the, the 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 most infuriating things that I've seen have come from breakdowns. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. Fortunately enough, I haven't met too many assholes that are confident enough to actually well, give, that. Give some examples like, of the breakdowns. But, 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 yeah. I, I even have a song on, on my album. It's called Traptivist, where I tell this whole story of this, like, breakdown that it was just, it was just so annoying. It'll be like, it'll be like, um, uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Five eight black male drug dealer, uh, you know, f- or or they'll say like you said, they'll say urban drug edgy. dealer, edgy. Um, that you know, and, must be it's, comfortable with a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be. <laughs> must be. Yeah, must be, yeah, 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 yeah. Must have yeah. firearm experience. <laughs> but, but this is what I will say about those roles because I get yeah. offered those a lot. The breakdowns will make you sort of mad. You have to bring your humanity to it. Yeah, because. That, that, if, if, Sometimes you can do a lot with a little. Yes. Sometimes where the writers fall, you can you, rise. No, you need to rise. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes a, a role is just so cookie cutter that there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. Other times they give you a little bit of humanity and your delivery and your face and other things and, can help it. And I will pull more humanity because I just did. A, yeah. Um, I didn't get this one, but I was able. And sometimes they let you improv. Yeah. And yeah. I'm improv, improv. Yeah. Myself, but I remember being at this callback and. 
the role was that. Yeah. But they had more to him because this guy felt guilty and he was trying to take care of this kid because he was responsible for the for the kid's dad getting yeah. killed and all this. So and it's never a white drug dealer. No. Never. Really? It's never. Rarely. Rarely. Never. Rarely. It never Rarely. says Rarely. Caucasian male five eight drug dealer. Never. But um, I refuse to do the role. Thug. Like whatever they whatever the stereotype mm-hmm. was, I was like no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make him funny. He's going to smile. I'm going to yeah. have some fun with it. Because most of these figures that y'all think in your stereotype on your brain and when you're writing a story, those people in the hood are just like just human beings. Exactly, they might make man. They might make, not always make the best decisions, but they're not... Your, your uncle over here in your white area of suburbia is not that different I'm, from my uncle in the hood I'm, when it comes to what they want in word, life. Word. I remember this... <laughs> Someone I follow on Facebook is the funniest thing I ever saw, bro. I swear to you, I was rolling. They said, uh, she said something along the lines of, all you people that are scared of niggas in the hood, gun-toting and doing all this drug dealing, man, they sitting at home with them dirty-ass headbands watching Naruto. <laughs> 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 sitting at home. Yeah, <laughs> Sitting at, yeah, you Son. know, look, man. They're not. They're, they're not what you think, and everybody. Yeah, and then, and you know, most people in the hood scared of the same shit you scared of too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, people in the hood are trying to get out. You know, and, like, and I stand by know. all these characters are humans. Yeah, if, you should never yeah, paint man. anybody with the that's the bad guy, that's the yeah. good guy. These are human beings. The greatest villains that we've ever seen in cinema were ambiguous almost. They're the you know hero I mean? of their story. Like, like exactly. Like, you know? every, like uh, it's sort of the moral ambiguity thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's getting, you know, it's it, it's getting more and more prevalent in, in, in media now because right. writing now our heroes, has evolved. Yeah. Our heroes you know, are more ambiguous. Like, like look at a Killmonger. Look at a Thanos. You know, look right. at a, you know, even Kingpin and Daredevil. You oh, know what I'm saying? So had layered. Reasons. So layered, man. You know what I mean? Man, look at Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. The whole premise of this you know show was saying? the term Mr. Rogers yeah. into Scarface. Exactly. You feel me? And they yeah. did it expertly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm such a nerd. All I have is like nerdy examples. Nah, it's but, um, Everybody's but, um, a nerd to something, though. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's cool as hell to be a nerd now, baby. Well, I'm saying yeah. no, We I'm, are in the golden age of comic books. I'm yes. mad at this point, bro. Because I was a nerd. Nah, man. I was mad. I was weird. And nobody liked me. Mad and not go everywhere. I was like, oh, did you see this? Did you see I knew about it when I was nine. Yes. The stuff you're talking about, yes. man. Yes. I was I was watching Toonami religiously. Bruh, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm the comic nerd nigga. I was yeah, that growing man. up forever. I was like super. Comic I was nerd. one of those people running with my arms behind my back at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those people. I was trading the cards. Well, my G, if you I thought I was too cool for Pokemon, so I did other <laughs> stuff. I don't want to hear about how you just discovered it. But my G, <laughs> you know every stat of every NFL player that's ever lived. You're a nerd. Yeah, you a nerd about that. I'm saying like, yeah. you're a bitch, I'm saying like, no. Yeah. Everyone's no. a nerd to something. Exactly. Acceptance that's is a key. great point. Acceptance is everything. That's a great point. Are there any fears that you have in your career right now? Or just in Fear. general? Oh, fears in my career. Um, or about the career. I think, man, I just want to, I, 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 I want to remain kind, man. Mm. I want to remain kind. Mm. I think the my biggest fear probably um, is not being able to help folk. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, help it, you know, it, being kind. I feel like I remember I took this test. It was a personality test years ago, and Doherty's probably ro- rolling her eyes because I say this all the time. But I took this personality test, and it said 
one of the main questions were, would you rather your kids grow up kind or smart? Mm. And I took the test more than once, and every single time I said kind. And I think kind is so much more. I think smart mm. is so important. I think kind is so much more important. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you're smart, your life will be... Your life will be easy. You'll save yourself a lot of. Uh, you'll save your. You'll save yourself a lot of time. Your life will be easier. But I think if you're kind, your your life will be a lot more interesting, a lot less lonely, fulfilling, uh, and a lot more fulfilling. Because yeah. nobody wants to hang around a smart douche. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. And I want to say this. I said this recently. There's a difference between being nice and being kind. Yeah. yeah. There's people that are. And nice. that's another. And no. that's a. That's a. That's another thing. You know what I'm saying? Some advice that I was given is trying to help too many people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and because like, and it goes back to what I was saying before of this point of you must have power to incite change. Mm -hmm. And what that means is, and Deku said this, we were talking about this in, in, uh, in uh, My, My Hero Academia. There was, a, um, uh, there was a point where Deku talked about this and All Might was, was saying, um, you know, Midoriya, you know, I really think he should, you know, take my position or whatever, but sometimes I'm worried that, uh, that, that, your heart is too kind or too soft or something like that. And there's this moment where he realizes that to be able to make the changes he wants to see in the hero world, he has to be strong enough to make those changes. And he has to be the number one hero. Right. He has to be better than everyone else to be able to help those people. Right, 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 <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right. And, it's, and it's almost backwards to think about it, but it's almost like you have to focus on you so that you can become powerful enough to help to then people. have the luxury, luxury. Yeah. Mm. of helping other people. Church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you you know, I'm in a boat and I'm, you know, and I'm sailing and I have four people and there's all this water and it's so heavy and the island's way over there, I can't take him there. The boat's too heavy. Mm -hmm. You guys gotta find your own boat. And then when I have the one, then when I can get all the way there, I'll come back with this huge boat and I'll get all of you. I'll come back with a yacht. Baby. I'll come back with a yacht. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can't take you there because it's it's too heavy. I don't have enough on my own. It's like you know, it's, it's like this this you know? ever you ever had people uh, be like, hey, you could get my you could get my dude on. How can I get? Nah, man, I'm not scared. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still getting and me so, and, 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 and I sort of try to use my, 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 my jurisdiction too, man, but just because it'd be so many people. Now, there's some people that come up to me and they ask me legitimate questions. Those people, I really try to help them. Mm -hmm. um, but there's only like maybe two people that I truly am going to make a point to like talk to my agent like this person, da, da, da. Because my agent t told me, listen... You know, you're at a certain point in this agency, we will take referrals from you. Mm -hmm. So I reserve like two spots in my mind and no more mm -hmm. of two people who I really believe they are serious about it. Because I can't tell you how many people ask me, hey, can you see me to the agency? Well, do you have a headshot? Nah, man. Well, I'm still working on it and da 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 da. Well, do you have a resume? Yeah, man, but it's not really in the right format and it's not and da 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 and it doesn't. I can't put I my can't reputation that, man. on the line. No, the bullshit. no, man, no, I can't. I can't. It's mm -hmm. like it's it's like you're. I I can't. I, I can't do that for you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I, and conversely, there are so many people who will do the flip side, and they'll make it. They'll make it as if like like my agent or my manager has been doing all the work for me, and it's like it's or this or this part or this whole idea of you only have what you have because of your agent or because of your. When in reality, it was both of us. Partnership. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was both of us. If it was just her, 
she couldn't have got anything done because she's not the one who went to the auditions and booked the work. That right. part was me. All worked on a set. But then if it was only me, I wouldn't have got to the audition at all. At all. So like, so it's both, and you have to sort of realize that. You yeah, know? Definitely, man. Yeah. Is there a dream role that you have, or a dream type of role that you would want? There's absolutely a dream role that I that burns within me, and I <laughs> don't want to say it <laughs> because it's face because it's exact. This is the exact thing that I want, and I'm really hoping they're going to do this thing. And if they do, I will camp outside and audition. <laughs> But if I say this right now, I don't think it's gonna happen. I will give you an I will give you a perfect example. And All this right. even goes back to like the deserving the roles type thing. There I remember when 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 Mike booked Luke Cage, mm-hmm. the whole industry was like on fire because so many people wanted to be Luke. Mm-hmm. Like stuck Terry Crews yep. wanted to be Luke Cage. The, the, the old Spice guy mm-hmm. wanted to be Luke Cage to the point where, the, the, I can't remember this, uh, I can't remember this brother's name, but, um, you know, my, my guy, he made a whole trailer of himself as Luke Cage. Like, he hired, like, he, it's still on YouTube. Yeah. Like, he hired a production company, and he made, like, a mock Luke Cage trailer and basically campaigned mm-hmm. for the role. And I was like, man, I have so much respect for the wherewithal. But it's but that's no different for me than than the young lady with the, the Tyler with the Perry billboard, billboard, right? And what well, happens I give him is more props than the billboard because at least that well, went to some creative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, but 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 and that's why I refuse to talk about this, <laughs> like mm-hmm. about the role, because I don't deserve it. If it's right for me, I'll get it. What genre is it in? What genre? It's a, it's it's a superhero it's role. It's a superhero role. Right. I, if I if I literally just tell you it's a superhero role and you think about like. No. The the young black no, superheroes no, no. that we I, have. I, I, I know, no, I know what you it can is. probably. It's so, only no, no, no. As soon as you say you superhero, know what I'm I, I caught you. I caught because you. yeah, this is a. I'll yeah. say this. Wow. Yeah, and, and it's it was, it's, it's a, and it was it was. <laughs> this is a role that someone and and the, the, you know and the, yeah. So this is definitely a role that I, you know someone who worked for this company. They they went up to me and said, like, you know, you would actually be pretty cool for this. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I think so too. Right, right, right. Where's I the? Agree. Other- <laughs> I, agree. I mean, they've been they've been uh, talking you know, about this role recently. Especially- I don't know if it's gonna happen because we we almost sort of kind of have it already, but we don't have it in the way that I'm talking about it. I think so. It's I don't gonna, know if we. I don't know. I think it's gonna happen for the myth. And I feel like by the time that it comes, you I don't want to age out. I was just about to yeah. say, I may be too old for this role. I don't know. I mean, well, um, recently, a, there was a, a specific show that I was talking about having this character mm-hmm. on it. And, um, you know, you never know what happens with that. But I hope they make a movie. Yes. You know, that's what you're saying. I hope yes. they give him that character uh, uh, the full justice that the character deserves. Yes. And, yeah, yeah well... Yeah. Yeah, I, and I'm glad... And, you, and, but in it, and honestly, the MCU is about to employ, like... 30 billion actors. Yo. Because Phase 4 has God. 50 million projects. Oh my God. So even if it's not that character, I might maybe I can shoot for something they else. Came Holy cow. Oh, shit. Oh phase, yeah, the next phase has... I mean, they even have a What If series where they're going to have like all this... I mean, they have it to phase... They say Blade is Phase 5, my nigga. Yeah. So they really have it yeah, to they Phase have, like, 5. Nah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I all kinds of things can happen. I've, yeah, and, and um, yeah. So, so, so hopefully... Any honestly, any role in the MCU would be a dream for me because I'm a nerd. So yeah. I'm, uh, that's the thing. When that was someone asked me that same question, and you were Venom, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was, was so crazy, dude. That when I saw me and, we, and me, uh, me and Kiara were watching Venom, and I was like, and I just see the scene, and I see you convulse. I was like, dude, it's Martin. 
Yo! I was like, yo, I said, yo, you see the time I stood up. Like, yo! Fuck you, him. And that's how I get whenever I see anybody I know. So I'm glad you like the I was I'm like, like, yo, I, I know. I didn't even that. have Snapchat and I pulled Snapchat up. <laughs> I, I pulled it up. I hadn't been in Snapchat in the mad yeah. I was like, yo, my God's a fan. Yo, but me, was my like, dream is yo. like you. I want to play a role. I want to be a superhero. Mm. Like, I grew up wanted, I grew up playing with action figures. I wanted You got the type, man. You feel me? I got the type. I, yeah. yeah. That's I why I'm working out no, like crazy these days because I'm think, trying to get there. I think you... Hashtag Max. I think, man, I can say this. You can't say this. It'll be me saying this. Say that shit. you, it'll be okay. I think you'd be a great Dr. Voodoo, man. Son. I think that would be a dope role for you. Deep cut. Yeah. I, I know exactly. Deep cut. That's a possibility. I think like days. a role like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be a dope role for you. Put that in. The I ether. think someone from New Orleans should be who should play that role. Like and, someone. And I feel or like someone with like roots in voodoo or something that would be yeah. cool too. And I feel yeah. like that role is not impossible to happen. So I'm, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna yeah. throw that out in the at- yeah, yeah, yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Before we I- can say that. <laughs> <laughs> he neither confirms nor denies. Nope. nope. Wanting this role. Neither, nor, that came from nor. me. That came from my mouth. Let the record show. <laughs> but the love and the want of yeah. more blacks in sci-fi, more yeah, black superheroes. Man. Like we don't yeah. have to be just resigned to dramas, comedies, and church films. And I know some people talk about, oh, I think there will be superhero fatigue. And I even answer that. I think as long as it makes money, it's going to continue that. Right. True. You know what I mean? And more lasts. Yeah. More lasts. And if they can still make Robin Hood and Hercules and yeah. all these movies that they've been making since like the dawn of time. People say there's going to be superhero fatigue, but they watch all this other stuff. They'll be like Star Wars fans. Since forever. And they'll be like 007. Since forever. That's not realistic. I mean, like it doesn't have like superpowers, but Dude. it's not realistic. They have enough. You know, even, in the, even certain things that you see on like cop shows... Like certain things that they hold, the way that they'll hold a gun or shots that they take from super far away, mm-hmm. or like, or that even that stuff won't be like pinpoint accuracy. Right. So it's well, like this for entertainment. Yeah, That's the man. Point. We supposed yeah. to be swept away in stories. That drives me to no end. Oh, I didn't find it realistic. It's a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't yeah, supposed right. to be. Right, right, right. It's, it's not supposed to be. Right. And I, you know what I see? Instead of instead of like it going completely out, I just see it sort of evolving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the boys. I think is a perfect example yes, of that. Yes, yes. That is literally my favorite show right now. They killed that. Gosh, it was so. We just finished it. Yeah. Gosh, and no spoilers for any of you who haven't haven't finished the show yet. But gosh, that show was so good. It was amazing. But I, I agree totally on the evolution because when you look at it right now, like it got canceled. But uh, New Mutants was supposed to be a horror what got canceled? film. New Mutants. I don't think they oh, New Mutants. Oh, uh, New Mutants. I was about to say, I know boys think you can't. No, no, not the boys. My God. They're shooting second season right now. God, they're shooting second season right now. No, 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 no. Oh. But like, <laughs> I can't breathe. Now <laughs> the genre is going to start getting into horror. I think fantasy. villain, villainy. Like, like the... Thanos, like the like Thanos the, was basically... That was basically his movie. Yeah, you man. Or even the Joker joint. The Sony is trying to like basically like make a villain's universe now. You know what I mean? That like the Brightburn movie is also if you've seen Big Brightburn, yep, they're trying time. to do that. Also, theory. I don't. And think that's a horror film. Right? Brightburn's think, a horror film. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. But if you've seen Brightburn and you see Homelander, I'm glad you said it. They're literally like, dude. I said it's that, as dude. if he grew up. <laughs> I said that. I said on Facebook. So it's Brightburn's Homelander is the prequel, huh? Yeah. But we want to see just like a different said, hair color. I mean, evolution matters, and no superhero is not happening. So yeah. I think we have a lot of. 
We but I think like the only dope villains universes I think would be like next or or like I said shows like like the boys who sort of comment on the superhero mm-hmm. culture that's cool too. I mean the Joker film was about to bust things. Joaquin wild. Phoenix is finna kill this man. I, you could just tell from like like just the setup of the whole people are already from the trailer being like. Yeah, man, he's giving Heath a little run for his money and da da da. People are already saying that. I think it's gonna be some shit, dog. And it's a Scorsese. Yeah, not Scorsese film, but the, the director's trying to give it a Scorsese feel. Yeah, and it's, and it's set in the '80s, and it's this whole vibe. He's yeah, trying to make it more man. art house and such. So I'm yeah, very yeah, curious they're going about like it. indie weird Joker yeah. instead of. They said forget everything you know from the comics. Yeah, man. So I I'm think curious. that's. I think that's cool, man. I I get where some people come from. It's like I don't want a, jo- a Joker origin story. Because like that's the that's the whole thing about yeah. Joker like not. I was one of those up. people. I understand that, but we have enough of those Jokers already. Mm-hmm. We don't have this except for the Killing Joke. Right. We have the one. And the Killing Joke even says my my uh, I like to have my origin be multiple, Joke, choice. multiple, multiple choice. So yeah. that could still be fake. So we're, yeah. we're one of those and we don't know. Be. We haven't seen the movie yet. We could get, we could in that movie get that. Where we see more than one, and we see like fractured memory. You never we know. haven't seen the movie yet, you, so you don't know. know. So you can't moves. judge a movie by its trailer. Yeah. And I will say this: as as a black actor, representation as always matters. Yes, I would like to see, and just just speaking from having my mother have seven thousand children descend upon her house every Halloween. She, she's in one of them neighborhoods who is like, oh, we're all going to go to this neighborhood because they got the best candy. I went from seeing little black girls playing, you know, as Elsa with these blonde wigs. All of them mm-hmm. look like Lil' Kim. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like some of them look like Lil' Kim. The other ones look like Mary J. Blige. It was yeah. weird. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. to this past here... So many Shuri's. Yes. So many yes. Black Panthers. Yes. So many yeah. Nakia's. I'm like, yeah. you... God, we gotta see. wait three years. Oh, my they, God. 2022. Why? Why they is it so long? See, they God. see so many. They see you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that could be me. And that's the point. Yeah, I mean, man. hell. Gosh, it's important. It just, is. Just speaking, on, just speaking on me... I, I my mine was um Jordy LaForge. Oh, Star Trek, mm, old school. Le, Le, yeah. LeVar Burton. Yeah. Did, yeah. so much Just the so, one person, even though like now we have whole cast, but yeah. even, like just how much that means, like, like just the one cast member. Yeah. Even but, though they're technically the token black character. But we didn't understand that. But then. we didn't care Amil, because at least we have the one now. Winston from Ghostbusters was you my know? dude. There you go. I said when I saw the black Ghostbuster, I was like, Well, I'm the black Yeah, I'm this yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. So and that's that's so much trouble because I used to steal my mom's barrettes, tie strings around them, and tie them around my head. So you could have the visor like voice. It was hilarious and sort of embarrassing. <laughs> what were some of your black act influences growing up? You say Will Smith, but who else? Um, I'm 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 trying to think. I think I think Will Smith probably was at, you know at the top of the list. Um, Samuel Jackson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. Let me see. Uh, I would say, yeah, Will Smith, Samuel Jackson. I'm, t- I'm trying to think. You know, Forrest Whitaker. Mm. You know what That's I mean? Fine. Yeah, man. I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Um, I thought Nate Parker was awesome and great debaters. Um, that that you know when I was when I was younger and I saw that. Uh, obviously Denzel, but that's like, you know, who's your favorite basketball right. player? Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so uh, yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Um, but you know, like you said, man, rep- representation is so important. And I, I, you know, I remember, you know, I, I get so many gems from Facebook. I swear to you, I, I remember something somebody said. You know, it was a it was a Facebook debate because what's happening now, and it's it's the damnedest thing. There's some white folk, and I'm not gonna generalize because it's always bad. But there's mm-hmm. some white folk that were up here saying they were saying, you know, you know. Uh, you know there are, there are less opportunities for white actors now because <laughs> because because we you know you we all I see is is, is Black Panther and blackish and growish and, yeah. and stuff and and then but 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 when you think about it it's the damnedest thing um, when you're in a, a position of privilege mm-hmm. any step towards equality feels like oppression yeah mm-hmm. and it's the damnedest thing like you actually think because because like we have like. Like if you look at any statistic, it's still like not even comparable. Like, you still dominate the fact that like when I like name these shows, I still can count on my oh, fingers. fingers. So I got like, one worse. I got one. I heard somebody say that about trans people. No. And I said, no. my team, they, they just got to take this show. One. How the hell are you going to say one. that? Look, too much. Look, man. One and Laverne Cox. So Look, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. mad at somebody Rocco's Modern Life movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trans stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, see, yeah. trans stuff is everywhere now. No, no, yeah. No, they, <laughs> what? No. You can't do no. that. Oh, yeah. I can't spoil it. Asian folk have even worse. I don't want to make the acting while Asian podcast. It yeah, won't yeah, go yeah, long. Yeah, no, it won't. No, it won't. That's a man. <laughs> and that's yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. I yeah, think so, once like again, it's, it's, Dr. Ken, fresh off the boat, yeah. all-American girl, mm-hmm. and uh, the courtship of Eddie's father. Yeah. Four. Four Asian sitcoms. Yeah. How many white sitcoms are white actors can you name? That's the thing. Whenever someone says something dumb like that, yeah. to me, I'm like, well, I like, could probably still name top black actors on two hands, top yeah. Hispanic actors yeah, on, one, on hand, one hand, Asian actor maybe on like three fingers. I can name <laughs> like toes, ears, and everything for white actors. Yeah, I can yeah. name white actors until I turn freaking blue. Right, right. And I'm right, not right. hating on white actors, but you can't yeah, say yeah, yeah, no, no, diversity. No, no, no that's... No, no, I, I, that, that, oh man, that just, that gets so on my nerves. <laughs> you know, they say, they say the same thing with like, like every single group that, because mm-hmm, they say it about women, you know, about, about, uh, all, these all these women, women all these gay, them. all these gay folk taking up all these roles, oh, and all man. these, all these black folk taking up the airways. Right, you need to get right. back to, like, mm, privilege no. and mm-hmm. fucked up, and everyone has it to a degree, man. I'm glad you spoke on it. 300 shows, 300 plus shows. Over multiple platforms, and we can still count on two hands what black shows you find. And oh, you're talking about talk about like 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 black women like who are directors or writers. Thank you. I mean, you know, thank God for the few we have. You know, thank you know. But jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm or, the, or, the, or the few that, that I shouldn't say the few that we have, the few that we know that we Thank know. Thank God right for the few that or, we know. The, the few that's getting any kind of yeah, credit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are tons out here. Dude, Man, man. there's so there's there's, there's so many. That's why I really applaud like like Netflix and like Hulu and stuff like because it seems very much like streaming services are sort of helping us really to kick down that diversity door right with everything because they have so many less rules than like broadcast television yeah. mm-hmm. or anything like that so people are able to make shows like that 
Like even the boys is pretty diverse. So yeah. you think about it, you know, you you have Frenchie, and then you you know you have you know the girls, the Asian girls. Then Look you at have, the Marvel you know, universe right yeah, now. The, the Marvel way universe up. is oh killing it now. Like, Marvel has always yeah. been the first to diversify. You're right. In terms of either Marvel versus DC. Shouts out to Miles Morales. Marvel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts out <laughs> to that character. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, but that yeah. Was and I actually on. met. I I met for a really short time because I I had a bit part in um the Wu Tang series that's about to come out. Congrats. I had like uh it was it was it was so short. My agent was like, oh, do you want to do this? It's only like three or four lines. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's Wu Tang. It looks awesome. The trailer. Yeah, amazing. the trailer looks great. But yeah. I I met I met Shamik Moore in the in the in the, in the trailer. It's a, it's a cool brother. Yo. And speaking of uh speaking of Miles, beast actor. Um, yeah, he's voice of Miles into the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. into the Spider Verse. So um yeah he was he was, a, he was a cool dude, but um yeah man yeah shout shout out to Marvel for for for, for kicking down that diversity door. Marvel um, South South. But so I think they've been like that. They've from, always from been from like the that. inception. Yeah, because that was the whole that was the yeah. whole point. <laughs> yeah, Mar- Marvel's leading the way there. So we about to let you get out of here, but before before we got here, we oh, have yeah. this last Spitfire yeah. section where we stole from. That's the new school. <laughs> so yeah. we first scored ah. from the, the um, actor studio. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And they showed up at Pace in in, in later years, but neither here nor there. Still salty because I didn't make it into Pace, but that's neither here nor there. Ah, oh man, I got rejected from Juilliard. It's, it's cool. Yeah, y'all land on our feet. Yeah. It's all right. Okay, this is a quick... Got the milk instead of the cow. Question. <laughs> <laughs> I got the cow instead of the milk. Yeah, got the cow, the cow instead of the milk. milk. We'll yeah. work it. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is a questionnaire that uh, James Lipton stole from Bernard Pivot, uh, French television um, host or whatnot. Uh, what is your favorite word? Ooh, man. Favorite word? Get him in the face with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is my favorite word? Yes. Uh, what do you think my favorite word is, Dwayne? What is my favorite? Do you know my favorite word? I don't even know if I, I know my favorite what word. What do I always say? Oh, oh, that's a word I made up. Do do euphemisms count? Like I don't if know. If it's your that's your word. Then yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's sort of a word I made up. Trap activist, trap activist, trap activist. Trap. I don't know if euphemisms count, but that, that's, that's a cool word that I kind of made up. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite word? Least favorite word. Um, what's a word that sort of sucks? Um. Waste. No, you know what? You know, no, no, no. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what my lead. Either Colonel or Baloney. It has because it has no right to be spelled that way. But it's so stupid. It's so it's such an arrogant two words. Why is it spelled Colonel? Why is it spelled Colonel? Why is it spelled Bologna? No one would guess that. It's all your fault. We're not homies. We beef him, Colonel. Get the fuck out of here. Those are definitely my Julie's favorite yeah. word. Oh my god. <laughs> I was, I was, I was not, not expecting Neither me. Neither me. Fuck you and your fucking hard ass <laughs> spelling and the ridiculous. I'm so glad that I, I I grew up and I was able to learn that. Not fuck those two words, man. Fuck them. Colonel. Bologna. We ain't all concerned, man. <laughs> I I got a list of words like that. <laughs> 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 I cannot. 
Ah, uh, what is something that you can? Oh, you know what? 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 I'm, I mean, I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna add one more favorite word. I like finna. Finna is a great word. Finna. 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 Hey. F-I-N-A or Fidna. You can say, some people say Fidna. There's, 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 it has so many uses. Yeah. You can say fixin' to, Fidna. You can say Finna. You know, I love Finna. You're so black. Yeah, I love, I love Finna. <laughs> yeah, Southern, you know, Southern you know, black. I, we actually had a term for that in the new school. In our safe spaces, we had a term for that. Black English is what they called it. Black English. Is it a word for um, something? A-A-B-E. African American vernacular, vernacular English. English. I heard yeah, that one yeah, too. That we had a whole seminar what, about uh, what black most people erroneously call Ebonics. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Ebonics would be the old, the old term. But yeah, I like black English or AAD. Mm-hmm. That one's good too. Because within our culture, we do have our own way of speaking. Which is not wrong. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's Which why when you said Finna, I was excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took the, yeah, I, shit. I, w- I went to Neutral American Speech Clinic and our teacher said, We want you to know before we teach you anything, your regionalisms are not wrong. Mm-hmm. They are regionalism. They're yours. You know what I mean? They're yours and they make you you and there's nothing wrong with it. We're just teaching you this so that when you attack a character, you can attack it from a neutral place. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's about it. Feel that. Yeah. Shout out to Code Switching. Ah, what is something that you cannot live without? Something I... Oh, man. Some, man, these are wide questions. You want to answer this question? Just uh, just uh, squirt the squirt gun in the ocean and see what you hit. <laughs> Uh, jeez. Okay. But answer is right. What can I not live? But answer is right. What can I not live without? Without nuts. <laughs> you didn't say who. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. You're not gonna do that, Martin. You didn't say whom can you not live without. I saw your girl. You said looking at you. Bro. That's all I'm saying. Your I'm like with a hard H. You said. What can you not live without? You're right. What? Specifics matter, okay? Mm-hmm. What can I not live without? Um, art. Mm. Art. I would, say, I, would, I would say that because science, without science, we would not understand the world without art. The world would be boring and bland and uninteresting. That's hell. I need art in my life. What sound and noise do you love? Wait, 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 what? What sound and noise do you love? She just busted What sound or not? Um, oh, man, that's, man. What's, what sound or just a random sound? What's the sound that you like? Oh, man. Oh man, I wish I I wish you would have told me this before I mm, came. No, but it's supposed to be like on the spot. Yes. that way. That's I don't want because I don't want to answer it wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna there give are it, no wrong There's absolutely a wrong answer <laughs> because I'm gonna tell him. You're just gonna pick something right now, and then I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna <sighs> listen to this. And I had a bit way better, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you, Jeremiah. That wasn't the right. <laughs> wasn't the right answer. What's the What's the sound that I love? Oh, you know what? I know. I know one sound that I love. One sound that I love is because you know I'm also an artist. You know, shameless self promotion. I make music. Got an album. It's called Butt Sleep Well. You know, a bunch of self care bangers. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Trapped of his shit. Um, no, but, but anyway, the I'm sound that. that I like. I love the sound of my speakers cutting on because I know I'm about to make some music. Mm. I, ha- I, I, I very much associate that with like, oh, I'm about to make some music. So that point where like I turn on the audio box and I plug the speakers in and it just goes. It's like this little three little noise that always happens like right when I'm about to record. And I'm like, yes, I'm in the mm-hmm. studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
about to record. Relax. I love that. Also, and well, I'll give you one more. I also love the sound of the clapper if I'm about to act. You know, <laughs> oh, action and action. Boom. Bop. Oh, let's go. Same thing. It's like, yep. yeah, so I'm here. It. <laughs> I'm about to get it. What sound and noise do you hate? You know, I still hate the sound. I hated it when I was a kid. This one, when you said, what sound do you love? Immediately, it might be my personality, but I went right to what sound do I hate? <laughs> when you said, what sound do I yeah. love? I don't know why, but it's a little pet peeve that I have. Bare feet rubbing on carpet annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> Bare feet like on he, carpet. There's, there's a Damn. sound that carpet makes that if yeah. you don't, like, if you rub, or socks, like, without shoes, and you go like this, it makes this shh, shh, shh sound, and I hate it. I hate the sound. <laughs> it just makes me, it just makes me go like that. I had a, I, yeah, I used to have a friend, he'd be like, what's up, Jeremiah? He's man. Shout out to Ryan. He knows. Yeah. He knows it. Damn it. Stop. I hate the sound. Rubbing the feet in the carpet. I hate the sound, dude. Yeah, that's my answer. I'll fuck with your answers. This is my personal favorite. Just because I have a filthy mouth. What is your favorite curse word? Oh, man. The word fuck has so many uses, man. This, This is true. It has so many. Yeah, that's I mean, mine. So whenever someone ah, says man, "fuck," I'm like, "Yes, yes one of that, mine." That, yes. um, um, that's 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 a that's a pretty good one. It would be. I. You know what? I I, I also like bastard a lot. Mm. I don't know why. It's it's a new just, one. No one said I, bastard. I like, yeah. said I like bastard. bastard. It, it's um, it's 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 in all my favorite anime. Do you know? That is a bastard. Oh, Japanese people feel like that's a freaking put down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the black version, the one that's without. Yeah, fat the bastard. 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 Fat bastard. Bastard. Ah, what is your hype song? Ooh, what's my hype song? I have many. Um, da 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 da. Let me just pick one. Let me just pick one. I have, I have, I have so, I have so many. Um, da 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 da. I promised you, I'm gonna give you an answer within the next ten seconds because I know we gotta get out of here. <laughs> um. Oh, here we go. Yep, I know. Uh, it's called K. It's by Jaden Smith. Mm. I love that song. Jaden Smith is one of my favorite right now. I love mm. his. I know his, his new album's called um, Iris, and it's like his last album spelled backwards. It was Sire, now it's Iris. And it has this dope, like, first, it's it's all calm. It's, it annoys the shit out of her because I play it, like, 24-7. <laughs> but he has this drop at towards the end of the song where it's it's hair clippers. Mm-hmm. And it turns into this dope-ass sample. And there's the hardest drop I've ever heard in my life. And it's this it's sampled with hair clippers and a bass drop. And it's the hardest shit I've ever heard in my life. And when I'm going to work... And I hear the We the fireplace and no big flames When I put up in a clubby with sideway I'm like yo let's get it nigga I'm pulling up the set nigga Hear it I'm about to go acting nigga Let's go <laughs> Shit Finna get a haircut nigga was good <laughs> this Yeah I, I, I vibe to that This one is fun and black Pumpkin or sweet potato? 
Oh, man. People are... I hate the whole black card thing because black is everything under the sun. True. So I hate when people are True. like, you're not black enough. But I'm going to have to go with pumpkin because I love pumpkin pie. Sweet potato is cool. I actually love pumpkin pie, though. Another first. You're the That's first one to say pumpkin. pumpkin. Look, yeah. I, I, lo I love pumpkin pie because I like cinnamon, man. And mm. I love pumpkin pie. There are some stereotypical, quote-unquote, black things that I don't like. Which is and some and a lot that I do, mm -hmm. um, which is just why I've, I've never liked the whole. That's the beauty awful. of blackness, though the fact that they said that on Black Lightning. Really? Yeah, it's There's Chris. Chris Williams. He he looked at his daughter and he said, "Don't let any." He said something along the lines of, "Don't let anyone tell you you're not black enough because blackness is everything under the sun." Now. I remember that. That was so yep, dope. Yep, yep, I was yep. like, yes. Don't fucking tell me what's black or not. I decide what's black because I'm black. Exactly. And, I'm, <laughs> and that's one movement that I was so I'm so yeah, happy has been a thing that blackness is not a monolith. Yes. And growing up, that yes. was insane. You feel me? When yeah. we were growing up, they would it was hard things. You're not black and da 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 da. da. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we've evolved no, to the point man. of no. If you're black and you're doing it, then it's black. Then it's black. Hang gliding. Yes. If you're black and you're doing it, yes. skiing. If you're black and you're doing it. Why do white people only get to do certain shit? Oh, I know how about this? Why do white people get to do everything? Yeah, man. <laughs> why can't yeah yeah? Why can't I like pumpkin fucking pie? I like I it. Like your it's got cinnamon. Pie. Good ass Shit. motherfucking cinnamon. Yeah. We probably discovered that motherfucking you know what I'm cinnamon. Saying? Damn Shit. it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Sir. You know. Ah, your hated struggle job. My oh struggle job that because I, I still because I'm not quite there being a full time uh, full time actor yet I'm almost Ditto. there <laughs> I have right. like I yeah I feel like I'm like two or three maybe roles away from being there but I still need my my job and right now my my full my uh side job is I work at Zoomies and it's my favorite clothing store so I love it mm -hmm. um the one that I what's one that I didn't like. I still sort of do it. I don't love waiting tables, mm. but I do love that I'm an actor that wait tables because that makes me feel like a real actor. Yeah, I did the actor like, thing. Because I'm like a real actor in yeah. New York. I'm waiting tables. <laughs> so I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm living the life. Yeah, I'm, I'm living that actor life. If I could let go of one of my day jobs, it would be that one. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would say I hate it, um, but it's probably the one I like least. Mm. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Would I like to, man, music? Yeah. Nope, nope, that don't yeah. count. You have that count? That's not a album. Damn it! You're a multi-hyphenate. You're an actor slash rapper. Let me just yeah. call you Damn. musical artist. Nope, don't count. Okay, that don't count. So I can't use that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Um, you got, you got resume. Oh boy! So what would I do if I was not an actor or a or rapper or making music? That's pretty tough too. Um, no, that's still like perfect. See, all of my answers. See, that's let's the, get out the artist room. Yeah, they, see, that's mm -hmm. the that's the thing. I'm so one sided that way. Mm -hmm. Anything that is not artistic, I'm gonna be sucky at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling most you know, artists. There's no artist that does one thing. I don't know anyone. Most artists I know point. does more than yeah. what they're. They might. Have so it couldn't ones. be. It couldn't be anything logistic. It would have to be something dealing with people. Um. Salesman, you be a salesman. probably, Word. yeah. Cause, cause when I'm at Zoomies and I have to like, and I have to, I have to like sort of pitch like items to people and mm -hmm. stuff like that. 
I get to talk to people, and I feel like it's really good training for me as an actor because it, because what it takes is exactly what it takes as an actor. I have an I have an objective, objective. which is to sell this thing to Obstacles. a person, and I have an obstacle. Like, whoa, well, oh, well, it's not in my size. Well, you don't have my size, so I'm gonna walk out. But wait, sir, we actually have this option. Da da da. Tactic change. Just and like you an already actor. know what you want. And I have to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have to do all this. Th- it's just like being that. So yeah. I, I like. Yeah, probably maybe a salesman or maybe a social worker because I like talking mm-hmm. to people. Like and social helping worker, people. Or, uh, yeah, helping people. Yeah. Out of clearly out of nowhere, mm-hmm. EMT. EMT is what you want. EMT. Wow. Oh, wow, okay. that's a hard. That's job. hard. Yeah. That is yeah. a hard. I mean, waking up in the wee hours and you get I paid though. You get paid. I couldn't, but, do, it. I couldn't do nothing medical, but I was. Good God, mind. you know what it, what it, what it costs to ride an ambulance? Dude, like right. thousands and thousands. <laughs> I remember there was, a, there was a girl that that you know had too much to drink in, in college one one night, and, and somebody tried to call her an ambulance. And even though she was drunk, she was like, "No, no, don't do that. I can't afford it." There were people bleeding on the side of the road. Like, no, just call me a cab, Uber, Uber. The fuck? Dude. This is great. Yeah. What black production or film at any time would you like to be a part of and what part? It has one, it has to already exist. Oh, a property that already exists. Oh, like, oh, yes. like, a, like a series that. Series, movie, play, movie, Anything play, that Jordan Peele anything, is doing. Anything. So something that's been done already. Oh, okay. So oh, oh, well, then. then, then take then, somebody then, else then, out. Then, then, like, like for me. Oh, roll that. Like, what role? Like, from Bishop and Juice. I'll take Tupac out and jump in that. Oh, movie. jump in the yeah, So, which there. one would you take that out? That makes sense. Um. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Cuba and Boys in the Hood, oh. because like because whenever like my agency is pitching, they always agency always wants you wants to know like what actors you're compared to. Yeah, and I always get Cuba without fail. Like like so. I, I see it. No, I see young Cuba. Um, yeah. So I didn't until you said maybe it. maybe 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 that. Um, that but can it be? Can it be does it, it have to be older? Does, does it have to be old or can it be right now? Anything, as long Cause as it exists. Because yeah, as if long it exists, if it exists right now, um, uh, da 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 da, I would. Oh man. Yeah, or or I would have I I would have I would have loved to play the oh the boyfriend and get out. That would have been awesome. Mm, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya's character. And get that out. was a nice that acting. Dope as hell. Um, What's the one I'm looking for? Challenge. It's, yeah, yeah it's man. Because it's, it's sort of the first of its kind. And like, it would have been so on brand for me. But um, yeah, something like that or the Cuba thing or almost any superhero role because that would have been dope as hell. Mm. Um, man, I could, I could go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> Another go random. On on. I want to play. T- oh, 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 oh. Or, 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 or something. So any anything... Um, anything in the Black Panther universe that would be that would be cool. I mean, we still got time. That that, that would be fucking <laughs> yeah. we still got time. I feel like I, I I feel like I definitely could have played maybe like a young Eric or something like that. Mm. Like maybe I don't know if they had like a teenage. They didn't have a teenage Eric in this one. They only had super younger. young and like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd have took that role too. Yeah, the, oh my wild God. card, male Terry Doolittle. Terry Doolittle. Terry. Doolittle. What's Doolittle. that from? That's oh, that's not familiar. What's that? Whoopi Goldberg's first comedy movie, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh. Whoa, the, one, back. the one, the one with the, the one with the texting where she, I am the dude back in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, dragged around in the damn. In, what about um, you? Hmm? 
I mean, no, like I said, uh, I would like uh, like Tupac Bishop from Juice. I like Nino Brown. Everybody always tells me if they ever made New Jack City again. It'd be you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you said. You got that intensity, man. man. But, but, oh, Denzel from Glory. I always Ooh. loved that role. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Oh, dude. I'm tripping. Forget everything I said. <laughs> Hancock. <laughs> you I want to be Hancock, Hancock man. <laughs> be no, crazy. like just a drunk ass, drunk ass hero. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Forget you. everything I said. I want to be Hancock. That would have been dope as shit. James the Third, if you're listening, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> fucking around and throw a whale in a boat. That's, like a, lot no of whale whale That's a, a lot of Will Smith ones I'll take. Bad Boys Mike Lowry. I'll take that yeah. quick too. What actor, living or dead, would you like to work with? What actor, living or dead, would I like to work with? Um, Gosh. Gosh, 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 gosh. Man, there's so many. I'd love to work with Chadwick Boseman. Uh. That would be dope as hell. Um, I'd love to... Who, would, who else would I love to work with? Um, anybody from that Black Panther cast? I love um. Oh, what is his? What is his name? What is it? Uh, big dude from uh us. Also um. Uh oh, the dude that was yeah was also. Ah, uh, what's his name? You gonna be in the Black Actopedia? Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Winston, Winston Duke. Duke. Winston, Winston Duke. Duke. Yep. He's dope. Yeah. Winston Duke is dope. Um, man, who else? I could I could yeah I could probably. Man. Yeah. What's yeah. Just, just anybody, like, also any, any of the actors that are sort of my age doing their thing. You know what? I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you two more. Um, Trevor Jackson is dope to me, man. Why do they name from? What do you Trevor Jackson, Trevor Jackson. He's dude, and um, he's a singer, and he's an actor. He's dude, and um, um, grownish. Yep, yep. I see him. He's, he's just dude uh, grownish. He was super fly. Super fly. Yeah, he killed that too. I like him as super Any, fly. I would so love to like to, uh, to like work with somebody my age that's really doing their thing like like right now. Or Shamit. Yeah, yeah. Shemit. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't get, really get to do any scenes with him. But yeah, him or um, Jacob Lattimore is another one, like my age. Yeah, you know, who, and they both do music and they act sort of like me. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to do that and be in that sphere. You know what I mean? That would be cool to me. I didn't know Trevor Jackson also did music. He's a really great singer, man. Word, word. A really great, like... He was Young Simba. I didn't know that. He was, like, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Young Simba on Broadway. Yeah. Ah. Any, any, like, young, popping-ass black actors. That would be dope. And I came back just in time. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Um, If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Ooh. <laughs> oh, my nigga! I don't think. Um, <laughs> what would I? What would I love to hear him say? Um, um, you're fucked up, but you're kind, so I fuck with you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do everything I wanted you to do, but you helped people, and you were kind. Right. So I'm gonna let y'all on in. <laughs> I see your heart, mother. Or, right. or you didn't know I was black, did you, motherfucker? That would be lit as hell. And I'm, and I'm with God yeah. saying, motherfucker. Like if God was like Samuel I Jackson, I think that if God is up there, he would be the funniest man alive, man or woman alive. 
or gender ambiguous a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially you know dealing with us. Yes. <laughs> Especially dealing yes. with us. Someone who knows everything there is to know all the time would have to be the funniest person ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because nothing is serious. If you nothing was, is serious. You've seen it all. Yeah. You I've gotta make it. a joke of it. You've yeah, seen man. It all. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, the like you go, famine, war would be like hilarious. Fool. Like, dude, that only happened like two hundred years. I've been here for like. I created the time. I remember when, when, yeah, Morgan Freeman looked at, uh, I think it was Jim Carrey, and he was like, How long do you want to do this, son? I've got all of eternity. Oh. No, how long do you want to do this? I've got all of eternity. I'm God. Come on. Yeah. But, uh, man, thank you for coming through. That was the last thank question. Thank you for having yeah, me. Appreciate it, bro. Yes, yeah. yes. Tell them where they can find you and also any upcoming project that you can speak yeah, on. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, well, uh, in a year, we're supposed to release August 20th. I'm in Bill and Ted. I can't tell you who I'm playing, but it's dope as hell, and I'll definitely tell Martin who I'm playing after, awesome. <laughs> after awesome. the cuts after, off, yeah, off yeah, yeah. the record because I can't do that. But check out Bill and Ted. Um, we got a dope cast, you know, even besides Keanu and, and Alex Winter, we've got uh, Samara Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne who are killing it. Samara, we just saw, she's in Ready or Not. She's the the main girl in the Ready or Not. I heard film. that was nice. Yeah, yeah it's that. a good one. It was good. Also, please, please uh, check me out on all my social media is at JeremiahCraft underscore. At J E R E M I A H C R A F T underscore. That's my Twitter. That's my Instagram. My YouTube is just Jeremiah Craft. Um, everything's my name, basically. Um, and oh, and I have an album. It's called But Sleep Well. But comma Sleep Well. That's um, everywhere, every streaming platform. Go check that out. It's produced by me, and awesome. and it's uh, it's a it's a it's a, it's a thrill ride. We got the 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 uh, visual for that coming out pretty soon too. Hopefully, we're thinking about sending that over to the Misbelief. And see, uh, see how y'all like that one, man. Send it over. Um, yeah, we so, play uh, all local we, and homegrown music over there, yeah, man. Yeah, so, yo, mad respect for Misbelief. Shout out to Misbelief. What mm. you guys do over there for local people? Yeah. That's dope, man. Thank you for having me on the show, brothers. Again, thank, thank you for coming through. This was fun, you. dude. It was real fun. Oh, next time you're in town, you got to come back, man, so we can get updated on everything man. that's going on, Yeah, right? yeah. I love be, that. I'll be following your career, brother, and yours as well, man. There you go. Right back. You already know. I'm already doing it for you, man. All right, man. So, y'all, we getting out of here. This is that act. The guy Martin Bass Bradford. You can find me at Martin Bass Bradford or at Mr. Bats. Spell it out and you can find me. Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail.com if you want to talk any questions about the acting game or if you want to talk to the main cast. And you know, as always, you know, I don't even have nothing to say. Just stay good. Stay, stay, stay kind. There you go. Off the, off the strength of craft. Yeah. yeah. Kind. Yes. Kindness but is king. Kindness is king. But I am Lawrence J. Weber Jr., your Black Actorpedia. Black Actorpedia! Hey! Still not used to that. Don't you can to find it. me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I am SoulBoy30. Check me out on Snapchat as LWeber584 if you still have it. And you're not looking at somebody's genitals because apparently that's a thing on Snapchat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> check me out on arrogantobserversrants.blogspot.com. Uh, I'll explain this because I never explained it. I haven't explained it in a while. 
I have, that's a blog. That's my blog spot. Um, I have not put anything on it in such a very long time that I say the only person who who resides there is a cat that plays on his iPod. So, <laughs> and doing so for this show, the every, cat is always reading some kind of great black theater something. Yep. So the cat is reading In the Red and Brown Water by Terrell Alvin McCraney. Yo. And hey, got cat's a free spirit, man. Mm. <laughs> the cat's a fucking free spirit. And uh yeah, man, and for this week, for this episode, thank y'all for listening and we out. Stay off book, folks. Yep. Oh, book. <laughs>